Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of The Guy's Corner. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I am your host, Ty, and I'm joined by... It's your boy, Damn That Phil. And we have a special guest with us I think this, I think this is more than just a special. This is like... This this is a breath of fresh air, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like on that new new perspective. New 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 perspective. So <laughs> uh do you do you care to introduce yourself? What's up everybody? My name is Chance. Been a friend of the family for years, man. It's an honor just to be here with you with your brothers and um look forward to just rocking out. Alright. Um so starting off with some intros, how how was how was your week, man? Week was uh, funny and, and and work. Um, what I mean by that is um, this week, just you know, doing business stuff, handling production company stuff. Artists just got officially signed, so Dope. tour starts in September. <coughs> so we just we about to go full throttle with that. And then, um, uh, so one of the contracts I told you off camera like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back. I still can't say it on here, but. That 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 process started going on because production on one of the films uh, just wrapped up. So I'm gonna start editing and putting that uh, thing together. New we'll trailer coming up, out. New trailer gonna be coming out mm-hmm. in the next you know six months or so. Oh damn! So, yeah, people will probably forget about it. That's why I don't <laughs> even mention the name until they like till it's all said and done. Because same thing I would have did with Snake Eyes, and then that mm-hmm. that came out. Um. And then the funny thing is too. So you remember that girl I was telling you I was talking I was talking to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she dropped me. Oh, <laughs> she dropped me over the corniest day ever. So oh. <laughs> it was funny. Like it was funny, and she just kept on trying to apologize because I was like, for that, you know, for the heat of the conversation, I was a little bit tight. Cause I was like, this is the dumbest. Like we can literally fix this right now mm. if you if you just like. You know, let me do what I gotta do, but she kept on jumping the gun, and I was like, all right, it's it's all good, man. It's not meant to be. I I ignored the red flags, and it didn't hit me until afterwards. I was like, damn, I really ignored the red flags. Mm-hmm. So, but that that's the week, man. Just working, grinding, getting the content out, and and pushing. Just being glad to be on the podcast. What about you, brother? Oh, uh, okay. So, um, I had a job interview. Mm-hmm. Well, not a job interview. I had to meet up with somebody who works in the position. Okay. And then they know the person that's the hiring manager. And so, uh, you know, she, she, and we had a talk and it was really cool. It was cool to talk shop with somebody, with somebody that I'm like in my master's program for, you know, and she kind of understood the terminology and stuff like that, that I was kicking out. And she was like, yeah, it's interesting talking to somebody who's also in the regulatory yep. field because it's like, yo, that's, it's like you, you understand the terminology because mm-hmm. the FDA is confusing as hell. But, um, and so that went really well. And she said, I'll make sure that I reach out to so-and-so and and tell them, you know, that there's an internal candidate within the company who fits the bill and can, can, you know, hopefully fill the position of that job. Right. And I was like, I know how hard it is to break into regulatory, so you don't have to, you know, sugarcoat it or anything, but I, I, I appreciate it nonetheless, you know, because 75 an hour is ridiculous, right? 3,000 a week. That's nuts. Um, but if, you know, fingers crossed, hope I get it. That's it, man. Um, other than that, Somebody pretty simple. Had a birthday. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I did. I had it a birthday. It took bir- this cat 
like two days to get back to me when I said because I forgot it was right. his birthday. It took him two I days. I forgot it was my birthday too. <laughs> happy, happy, friend. Yeah, right. thank, you, thank you. Yeah, I'm 28. I'm 28, man. I'm old. I'm uh, I'm, I'm two years off from 30. And I, you know, I, I thought about. it I was like, what is 28? Dude, what is I'm 29? What is 28 and 29, bro? I was like, you know what? Just call me 30. Right. I'm just 30. At this point. At this point, I'm just 30. You know, what is what is 28 and 20? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, birthday happened. It was pretty cool. Pretty, very low key. Um, speaking of females, the one that I told you about that was like, you know, I, I, I sp- explicitly said that, you know, I want to be friends. Uh, and that's literally what I'm looking for. You know, a couple of females understand yep, that. Exactly. And, you know, she was like, she asked me if I wanted to go on a hike. I was like, nah. You know what I mean? And it's funny because another female asked me if I wanted to do a picnic with her and her friends. And I said, hell yeah. I'm down for that. Because the it's energy true, yeah. that she's giving me is true friendship. Like, right. she's like, I'm not looking at you in any other way. This person is hitting me up every day talking about, did you eat? How how are you feeling? I today? thought that died down because you mentioned it. You bro, mentioned it a couple times. Bro, it it and then recently asked me like you know what do I think about meaningless sex and I was like you know it could go both ways. It's like there are people who place value on sex and there's people who don't place value on sex. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, there's people who get confused about sex because there's people who don't understand what happens during sex. You know, you get a rush of endorphins and dopamine, which make you feel like which can easily be confused. There's such a good feeling that makes you think yeah. that. You're in love with somebody when really it's just your body reacting to the pleasure that you're mm-hmm. receiving. And then there's people who understand it, like me, and it's just like, oh, it's just what my body does. There's no value in this whatsoever. It's just sex. And then she was like, so what if I asked you for meaningless sex? Would you say no? I was like, probably. I'm leaning more towards right. no. And then she's like, why? And you could be honest. I was like, because I'd rather, because to be honest, you don't want me to come over, because I know you don't want me to come over there and be there for two minutes and then leave, because that's what's gonna happen. Because I and truthfully, I could honestly make myself come in thirty seconds with my hand, and then just be in bed asleep. Compared to me driving to wherever you are, wow. and then having to actually put in work to make sure that you're as pleasured as I am. Like that's I'm leaning more towards no. And she was like, "Wow," and I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Oh, that's unfortunate." And I was like, "I'm sorry." I, the I funny thing is, she gonna she gonna still keep pushing this shit regardless. Oh my like, god, that, that's the so, funny thing. This girl just not trying to. It don't not, sound. Like, it don't sound like meaningless meaningless sex. Yeah, that's what, and that, that's, that's the other thing. It's like, it's like it's like I know what you want. I, you're making it clear as day. I've read through the signs. I'm not dumb. I'm not one of the guys who can't read between the lines. Right. I understand this. Like, I'm not going anywhere with you because I don't want to start to foster any type of feelings right. that you might have because you might think that I'm catching feelings because I'm being such a nice person but that's not I'm gonna break your fucking heart um you know so I'm just like avoiding but here I am getting ready to go on a picnic with my with, with my friend who does a podcast and she's like a super nerd and we're constantly bouncing D&D topics off and everything by the way not a looker at all but I like her she's super cool and I definitely would want to create a greater friendship with her that's it and it's just like I, I see like like I can tell what a friend is compared to what like what you're trying to offer. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I I notice you from we we forever gonna be two hundred yards away. There's we not getting close. I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna give you the nice courtesy wave and then keep going. Right. Like we not. I, you know. So you know, it's females. <laughs> uh, manipulative man. Um, <laughs> but but chance. What's what what has been going on in your week? Um, <clears throat> just working. 
You know, I was looking forward to this. Uh, we got uh, spoke to your moms. Like, listen, I'm coming up for the weekend. I'm uh, on vacation this week. Right. So I was like, you know what? Woke up Saturday morning. Like, you know what? Nine thirty. Let me get ready to go. Lay back down. <laughs> got up twelve o'clock. Yo, we're about to make this happen. <laughs> Lay back down. Didn't get on the road till like three o'clock. Right. Came up here and everything. You know, through the traffic because New York traffic is bananas. Mm-hmm. Just, trying, just trying to get out of the city. So. I'm just happy to be here. I got the whole week to chill, do whatever I need to do. And that's it, man. If it, if it, you know, my life's not interesting like yours, right? <laughs> like both of y'all right now. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to just trying to make it, bro. Hey, I hear you. Nah, that's simple, simple stuff. Right. Like, I, that, if life could just be so simple, I would love it. But it's always this constant nagging of just doing better, doing bigger things. And it's just like, ah, that's it. Yeah. But, yeah. It's beyond the simplicity, simplicity of it, yeah. mm. you know? You want things to be simple, but it'll never be simple. Oh, never. Never, man. Because the unexpected can happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I just try to keep it as simple as possible. Just take it one day at a time, you know? No, man. No, that, that makes 100% sense. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, our exciting, exciting lives, the trailer for the movie that you had been working on, the, the, the trailer that you made for Snake Eyes, you know, uh, I, 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 you know what? I'm sorry. I fumbled the bag there. I don't know. I was trying to make a transition and it didn't work. Snake Eyes is coming out. Phil made the trailer. You know the deal. The yeah, the movie came out Friday actually. Oh came yeah, out, came out Friday. And just to be clear, everybody, I did the first trailer. The don't. final trailer came out Monday, and everybody was hitting me up like, "Oh, congratulations!" I'm like, "That's not me." Make that trailer. <laughs> All right, that trailer's not me. There was like. Like three trailers for the movie that came out in the span of like since June, because that's when they released it towards the end of like end of May, beginning of June, and then trickled down from there for the movie. So yeah, there's that one, and uh, yeah, the movie's out. I haven't seen the movie myself. I might go see it with my little sister. <laughs> Dude, because I, I wasn't part of production. I just made the trailer. I get it. I just did my part. I, I wasn't part of production. And, you know, like, like Holly Berry is in town and Omari Hardwick is in town from, you know, from Power. Um, they were right there by Prudential. I saw them, said, what's up? That's you cool. Know, had a little quick conversation real quick and then kept it moving. You know, they're working on the sci-fi movie. Um what? You know, just something to look forward to. I'm like, I'm probably. I told him straight up, I might be cutting up your trailer too. So, <laughs> so look out, and that's it. He's like, I bet, and then that was it. So, that's what's up. Yeah, you know, uh, that movie. If y'all haven't seen that movie, please let me know, like somewhere in the comments below or whatever you 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 could you know get to me on social media and just let me know like if it was a great movie or not. That's it. So. Um, but like, what's new? Yeah, but what? Yeah, we're in the what's new segment. <laughs> you know, Snake Eyes just Snake Eyes came out Friday. You should go see it. Go support. Um, do you get any royalties at all, or is it just like, mm, like there ain't no royalties for trailers? Okay, I was, just, <laughs> like, I was pretty curious. much yeah. Like curious. if I worked on the actual project, then I would have. Ah, okay. and you would have to negotiate that in your contract and stuff like that. Like, okay. not everybody get that you know privilege. And, oh, so, you know, so, so some people they're just like, here, get out of here. Yeah, some you or you get a mo- most. Cast like crew members, excuse me, not cast members, crew members, they only get they 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 payments because they get paid by the day mm. on how long they're there, and then trickles down from there, and so it's okay. like, ah, right, you get paid for your time when you're working on the set, but after you done, that's you're it. done, that's it. It's like a regular job, like oh. you only 
you only get paid at your regular job as long as you at work. Right. So yeah. once you start working, I bet that's cool. You don't get no royalties <laughs> from your job. So. Now you get royalties from a, from a trailer, man. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, how many times are you going to play that trailer over the years? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> play that again. Play that again. <laughs> play that again. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to live on streaming services forever. So, but, yeah. That's what it's that. Um, all right. That's cool. But, um, yeah, so all the stuff we talked about. In future tense, we could talk in present because now it's all out. So Music wise, Kaylani mm-hmm. and Kiana Day they dropped they 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 single your mm-hmm. best friend that's just fire. Like I I called it before I even heard <laughs> it. It's fire. And then Young Blue Moon Boy came out on mm-hmm. Friday, which is fire. It, it, it's fire, but it, I didn't expect it to be so emotional. Mm-hmm. Like uh, album. So. He gives off of it, like you know, like I always, always said that when watching the Mindstill video, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, it's like he's walking down the aisle and he's like, his the line that he says is, "Let me beat that pussy up one more time," while walking down right. the aisle <laughs> towards where she's sitting right. at, while she's about to get married to another dude. dude. I, like he doesn't give off emotional vibes. Exactly. So the album was that emotional talk about love and. You know all these interesting things, and it's heavily featured. My opinion: when you're when you're debuting an album, you want to have less features as possible because if you just stick mad features up in there, mm. everybody gonna only know you for ah uh, yeah he had this person on this track that's why I was fired because the tracks that he had solo that I listened to, I was really feeling. Them. I was like, uh, let me go back to the features. So much, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, no, no, most definitely, you know, uh. RDC World did a great video about that, about, you know, trying to rap on a track, and then it's like, oh, this is trash. I'm not feeling it. And then Drake hits you like, yo, let me hop on a track with you. And you're like, yo, you got to put down some bars. Or you got to make sure it's fire. No, I don't. They're not going to listen to the track for me. They're going to listen to Drake. You know, so sometimes a, a feature can can help you, um, you know, just help you get your name out there, which, you know, Young Blue could definitely use. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that his name isn't already out there. It's definitely already out there. Um, well, let's be clear, though. Because I had this conversation the other day when I was at the barbershop. Um, cosigns don't have the same sauce as it used to. Mm. Like, back in the day, if Jay-Z, Nas, yeah. you know how it is. Like, they cosign, you, you you lit. Now, because of streaming services, if this artist in particular is not, like, streaming, mm. and they're trying to cosign you. So, if Jay-Z tried to cosign somebody right now, it's... It's not Jay-Z's fault. It's right. just he's from a different era, so it's just not going to have the same push. Right. I noticed that Chris Brown does a lot of features with, like, upcomers. And mm-hmm. back in the day, like, I want to say, what, let's, what's 20, 20, 2021? So I want to say, like, 15, 16, if he did feature with you. That's a back in the day. <laughs> that's not back in the day, day, but it's, it's it because yeah. he's, he's at, he's I, at I his peak by saying. then. Yeah, he's, like, at his peak, you know. Around that time, so that would get you the cosign you need, the mm. boost you need, and then you'll skyrocket from there. True. He does a feature now. Oh, okay, that's that's a little hot number. Cool. Move on. <laughs> like because it's, it's not right. the same appeal. Right. right. Exactly. So yeah. it's like I don't even if I was like an artist of that caliber, I'm like, mm, cool. I appreciate the feature. Right. Like it's gonna do some numbers, and some people might start chirping about me, but. It's not really going to skyrocket my career like I wanted it to or something like that. I feel like you you, you yourself don't want a ton of features, but you want to be featured a lot. Right. Because that's what happened to Lil Baby. 
Lil Baby is just being featured on everybody's track and everybody's just being like, yo, Lil Baby just be going off on other people's, <laughs> it's not even his song, he's just like going off, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that's, and that's what people are liking him for, is what I'm seeing with like this most recent stuff is people are just like, yo, he is, he's snapping. Um, and so I feel like maybe that's the formula, because, I mean, if you look at J. Cole, J. Cole love like when J. Cole does an album, there's no features on that shit. Of course. He's like, it's just me. For his albums and his albums continuously go platinum. But he's also at that level too, where true. But he's been doing this from the jump. Oh, of course, of course. So, um, but you know, he'll he'll definitely put out like like he'll like he'll do a single maybe with somebody like he did the the whole Missy Elliott. Nobody's perfect, yep. you know. And so he had a couple of, of features that did make it to the album, but like he Forest Hills Drive, uh, Born Center. Yep. He was just. No features. I, I want no features on this. He was. It's just all him by himself, and you know that's. I feel like maybe that's the way to do it. Is don't put features on your album. Um, I mean, if you're gonna have a feature like one or two, it's yeah. cool. But yeah, the album. I feel like Chenzi, you could chime in on this too. But like, I feel like on an album, like it needs to showcase your skills and then have a little sprinkle of a assistance. You know, maybe what I'm saying? somebody else. Yeah, with some attitude. That's it. Young Blue, like. Boom! Like just he threw the whole jar up in there of all 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 these features and whatnot. So like you know from like what's your perspective on on like a good how, album, a good album, especially for your first debut album. <clears throat> um, I'm kind of I'm kind of with Ty on this. You really want to focus on your artistry. Um, you want to be the main feature. You want everybody to focus on you. Maybe one hit. Yep. Commercial hit with another a feature and another artist is cool, but you kind of want to be the guy that everybody wants to be on there mm-hmm. to feature on everybody else's stuff, right? Because that now that that's giving you more of a, more of an appeal, mm-hmm. you know. Because as an artist, you, you can't perform with everybody, right. even if somebody's hot, because it might take away from what message you're trying to give yep. and the audience that you have. So to have, I'm, I'm cool with. J. Cole, listen, that's where he always been doing it. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I don't want nobody on my joint, but I, I, I get on everybody else's though. Yep. You know, hit me with a little 50, 50 hit me with a little fee. I'll rock with you. You know, but that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd rather listen to artists just focus on doing their own stuff, their own album. Most definitely. Um, is there any more music or is that? Uh, not, not that I could think of off the top of my head. I, oh, yeah, Pop Smoke too when. We had that weird time. He he dropped, he dropped the album. Like, yeah, they need to. Me personally, I think they need to chill out on that. Like after people's dead, like passed away. Excuse me, not dead. I'll just pass away. Yeah, let let them let them be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just be open source. Like if somebody wants to pull a sample or something from his right. catalog to do like a feature or something like that, cool. That's money for his family. Dope. He's still providing yeah, him from the grave. But like a whole album. album? Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Like, as if he's still around. Like, I'm like, dude, relax. And they're doing the same thing for DMX, too. And I'm like, yo. They, they say, you know, you, you, you're worth more dead than alive. Right. So anytime an artist, like Prince or Michael Jackson, passed away, all of a sudden they come out with this music that never came out came before. Out. Yep. And these record companies are making more money than when they were alive. So that's the unfortunate part about being in the, in the, in the business, you yep. know. It's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Also, it's like there's a reason that it was it wasn't released. 
You know what I mean? They put in a vote for a reason. They didn't like it. And now you're out here just getting like, oh, well, this will make us a pretty penny. Or just throw it out. And it's just like, yo, I feel like that's a form of disrespect to the artist. Now it's different if Pop Smoke was working on that album beforehand. And he was like, okay, so I'm just, I already made, like, I made tons of music. And this is, I've already selected that this is going to be my next album. I'll accept that. Cool. If that's what he was doing. But if it's just like stuff that he was just working on and he was like, nah, I'm not going to put that out. Nah, I'm not feeling it. I'm not going to put that out. And you release it anyway? That's kind of fucked up. That's the messed up part about the industry. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? It, it, they don't care. They're alive. Yeah, listen, man. You're going to make you gonna make this money one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the way I see it. Like, you're going to make this money one way or another. Like, if I'm dead, you ain't going to make no money. Nah, you're going to make this money. <laughs> so That's not for real. Like how that is. Um, in other news, um, yeah, eh, we're just gonna brush past it because it's not that serious. Danny Lay, she's pregnant. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> you didn't do anybody a favor by pretending that you were covering it up because it was obvious. But respectfully, huh? Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> by the way, full disclosure on that. With that being said. She's. I feel like she's acting like the woman that gets pregnant by a dude to keep the dude around, and that's respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, because because I'm like, <laughs> that's why she kept it under wraps in the first place. Okay. But we're not gonna linger on this conversation. Moving on, The Rock and Vin Diesel. That's what we need to talk about. So uh, exactly. Beef. So apparently, The Rock and Vin Diesel. They they The Rock's like, I can't do it no more. I don't want to be in this fast series no more. Yep, and he waits towards the end. Like that was for me. That was that was One a movie left. shitty move. Like <laughs> I like you wait until the end where you're like, yo, I'm definitely not doing this last one. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I feel like it's that plus the ridiculousness of nine that probably was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. They've been and I heard they've been beefing for like, yeah, they've been beefing for a grip. Which is weird, because I'm like, this is, Vince technically your boss, and he brought brought you on because mm. he runs the franchise, and he's been running the franchise since after 2. Because so, they were done after 2. They were like, all right, cool. We get, did one or two movies. That's great. He was like, uh, no. Mm-mm. He said, then you need to write it. You need to you know figure out how you're going to finesse this. And he's like, all right, bet I'll do it. I'll get the, I ain't gonna ride it, but I'm gonna get the people who can ride it, and we go, and I'm gonna produce it and all that stuff, and that's what he ended up doing, and now it's a, it's a multi-billion dollar franchise, but it's like, what, what was the point, man? Like, I, I look at The Rock, like, yeah, that's great, you're doing that now, but I feel like that's strategically now, like, you're a little that, too late. It's easy, it's easy to, for you to quit a, you know, a job if you know you got something secure, like, you know what? Forget this. <laughs> I will say, yeah, most definitely. Because um, The Rock had when did when did when did he get into Fast Series? Was it three or four? No, he it was five. Five? Yeah. Oh, wow. So he was acting before then. Yeah. Yeah. But he uh, wasn't okay. as he wasn't as popping like the Two Fairy and. Uh, yeah, he did those. Like I feel like the Fast franchise for him like really stamped him. Like he had a couple. Of I say like the action role type. Yeah, like Stantham as an action hair, um, yeah. action superstar, and all that stuff. And he was, you know, because he was he was heavy into comedy. Oh, of course. Yeah, the kids' movies, and then <clears> I guess Fast definitely did help him break out of that. But he hasn't really done that many action movies. Jumanji, kind of um, comedy. <clears throat> Chance, what do you think? No, nah, I mean that's more comedy. <laughs> right, right. Jumanji. 
comedy. Okay. It's more comedy. Uh, then he did the one with Kevin Hart to where he was a spy. I know that's comedy. comedy. Yeah. Comedy. But it also had action, elements of action. Right. Oh, oh, um, um, Rampage. Yeah, I guess action with sprinkles of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Sci-fi action. You're right. A giant gorilla versus a giant wolf versus a giant Based off a game. Like, yeah, like, versus, based off a video game. Yeah. But still not as good as Fast. Yeah, it's Fast and Furious, like... like a, Is Fast and Fu- Furious the <laughs> the greatest movie franchise that he's acted in? Or uh, best movie that he's acted in? At, from a financial standpoint, yes. Mm-hmm. Because we, we, we gotta understand, fat, fast, right. fast franchise is a multi-billion dollar. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. So as far as like not a, uh, not a million dollar, get that correct. It's a billion dollar. So as far as like like um, best movie role you've seen The Rock in, what are we talking? Me personally, I don't think there's a best movie role he's been in. Okay. I just think there's movies that you when you look at the rock you're like oh i remember him for this and that but i don't think there's a best movie role i don't personally think he's a good actor if he's trying to get like if he's trying to show range mm-hmm. and be like yo i'm an actor you know the theater is what i know mm-hmm. i don't think that <laughs> at all um i think the one he did with kevin hart was he was the uh, uh the spy yeah yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like that because one. Because he, he, Boston, so. he portrayed himself as a nerd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah. singing in the shower, and then getting thrown naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. I mean, because he was more of a comedy part than actually Kevin Hart was. Oh, of course. So, you know, I think they gave him a little bit of range. But that's the one I like. I wouldn't say his, his best performance, best, yeah. but I mean, he's, he's not he's not like on the level of like Denzel or anything like well, that. Well, of course not. You know, <laughs> so... I mean, and, and and it's perfectly fine. Just you, you not that you don't want to be that type of actor. Like you mm-hmm. don't want to have range. But I, for me, because being a thespian and doing all that stuff and wanting to be an actor at one point in my career, uh, there's a lot more for you. You gotta do to for me to qualify you as oh, that's the guy, <laughs> like that's to do true. it. So, <laughs> like all the notice that all the great actors are people who have range. Range. Range, Robert mm-hmm. De Niro, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Kerry Washington, Leonardo like DiCaprio. Yep, like those cats got range. So if he's trying to aim for that, bro, you're doing a poor job for that right That's now. That's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> so it's like, uh, okay, you know what I'm saying? But uh, who's the cat from Iron Man? Uh, 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 Robert Downey Jr. Rob, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Range, like yeah. crazy range. I don't know. I feel like he's typecast. What, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, as like the, the, the smart but like possibly mental disordered with like a like a like a ADHD or Asperger's type of Oh yeah, the soul list was Because uh, you know he's he's Tony Stark who's really smart but he's like socially inept. Mm-hmm. Um alcoholic. Alcoholic. Yep. You got Sherlock Holmes, same way. I don't know if Sherlock Holmes is an alcoholic though. Nah. Socially just, inept. Yep. Very yep. smart though, you know, and then he would play that one movie in that lawyer, same thing. Very smart person, but just socially inept. And it was just like Feels like it's the same character, but I feel like he, you, in some small way, even with him, it changes a little bit where you could see a different perspective, and then you have a person like Ryan Reynolds. Everybody thinks he's like this great actor, and I'm like, I think Ryan Reynolds he's just playing is, himself in every in single movie. every <laughs> single movie, every <laughs> single serious role or comedy or there's nothing wrong with that. We love Ryan, Reynolds. right? It's just I'm like, but I don't think considering him the greatest actor on this planet. He got Free Guy coming out that was also shot in Boston. I'm like, mm, 
yeah, this is Deadpool without the Deadpool suit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like so. literally, think of every movie that Ryan Reynolds has been in, except Green Lantern. <laughs> and, and we're going to scratch that off his credit. <laughs> 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 think of every movie that Ryan Reynolds has been in, and then just imagine him in the Deadpool suit and ask yourself, does that fit? Exactly. That's literally what it is in every movie. And there's just some actors, and at the end of the day, like, you know, from the business perspective, he sells. The Rock sells, mm-hmm. so I get it. You you'll just go to those people first. So, but who's don't... his target audience? Not to cut you off, sorry. Uh, but I was just want like a quick thing. Like, what's his? Who who's looking for The Rock? Is it kids? Maybe I know it's young women because most most fan bases of anybody, okay. you know, who's chiseled like him, paws and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's mostly women. That's and a then... weird body type to be attracted to, but sure, he is. Big shouldered, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's mainly. I mean, look, look what his origins were. Mm-hmm. Wrestling. wrestling. Oh, yep. yeah, it could be. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that makes exactly. Sense. Kids, and then the kids from there followed him when he started doing the kid films, mm-hmm. and then they grew up, and then he started doing more serious roles, and then that's who he tracked, and that's who they're putting their people on. Scorpion to. King. There yep. we go. That's exactly. the best by far. Scorpion King was lit, but. Him get, leaving the franchise, I feel like that's a little too late. If you did it back yeah. in six or yeah. the seventh movie. Southern Hall probably would have been the best time to call it quits. <laughs> right, because that movie was not good either. And he was pushed, <laughs> and he pushed to do that movie. Mm-hmm. He pushed it. And Vin, D- Vin was like, you know, obviously I wasn't there, but just hearing from the stories, like Vin was like, hey, yo, we're going to shoot eight. Focus on that. Nope. He's like, I'm going to focus on this one over here because I think this is going to make more money because I'm that big star now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm telling you it's going to flop. And what happened? It flopped. So. So now you think he can make it on his own without them now? You don't need them no more. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll be fine without them. Of course. Yeah. He just he got a new Disney movie coming out, um, Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. That's a kid thing. <laughs> That's going to skyrocket. So it's like, and it's highly budgeted. You know what I'm saying? I think... I think people like I think Moana ex- too is in production as well. Yeah. So, and then um, I think a, a good example of like this whole act, like who's becoming, my opinion is coming to uh, becoming a, a great actor or hitting that trajectory is Kevin Hart because he's showing a lot more mm. range now because he 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 did Fatherhood where he's more serious. There's little elements of jokes here and there, but even in those scenes, it's like it's still serious. He he's showing range. Is so, he is he is he convincing to you that he has that range? Yeah, like if if he's really aiming to step out of comedy and get into the serious thing, I'm like, oh damn, that that was the movie. I was like, oh shoot, like I felt I felt a little emotion, and I was like, oh okay, that, okay. If you could make me feel like that, let, let's see what else he's doing. Mm-hmm. And he got the Borderlands movie coming out, where it's another serious role. He may not, like you said, he may not be the the comical relief in that movie. He's more the serious, but there's somebody else going to be comical. Right. Uh, Jack Black, he's going to be the comical, yeah. I, I guarantee. But, Don't try to outdo yeah. Jack Black. But he's definitely trying to, yo, I'm trying to get away from comedy now. I'm trying to show my range and do all this stuff. You see me crying now. You see me be serious. Now let's, you know, see me do like a full-on action movie with me doing some serious stuff. So I think he's aiming and I think he's doing it the right way. Um, there's no wrong way, but there's no 
He showed there's no <laughs> there's no set path. Yeah, he's, he's, he's it's like he's following the, the same trajectory that Jamie Foxx went through. Exactly. Mm. Now, my question to y'all: Do you think Jamie Foxx succeeded in doing that? Oh hell yeah, yeah Jamie Foxx is, is killed that. He's, he's he's touted as a great comedian, without question a great singer. Yep, and then also a really good actor. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the best way. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, but Jamie, I don't. The could Kevin Hart have done that? Because the black sitcoms have kind of died out. So he's could, producing a lot of content, so I, I guess I can agree with you on that. Like, yeah, I could agree with you on that because he's not. Yeah, he he's not really doing. He, yeah, I don't think he has. Yeah, he hasn't done a sitcom, has he? No. Kevin Hart, no, Kevin Hart. Yeah, he has not to do a sitcom, sitcom, but he has produced a lot of sitcoms and right. and shows alike. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I found out recently, which actually I actually knew for a while. Actually, um, he he produces Dave on FX. That's what's up. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. he he's one of those people that pushes that show, Dave, and he has some other projects that he's really getting his fingers into and stuff like that. So that shows that. So I'm I'm like, mm, okay, well. It's different, so he's he's hitting all the aspects. I think he's the best person. If anybody, I'm like, oh, he's an actor. I'm gonna say Kevin Hart. You know, mm-hmm. if he keeps on this trajectory, let's just see what he does with his next couple of films. That's all. He did. He did have the show. Um, what's that? The real the Hollywood. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a spoof. Like yeah, it was like, it was, it was like yeah, it was, well, it was a parody, yeah. right? Yeah. But but the, what I'm saying is like you know Jamie Fox had like the Jamie Fox show, which went on for like forever, and he did. He was comedic in it. He was acting in it. There were serious mm-hmm. moments. And then he was also singing. So it was like a way to showcase him, all his talents. Okay. And then his catalog of movies, that shows the many ranges of stuff he could do. You and then not to mention, Jamie Foxx also was able to, like, don't, Jamie Foxx was the man for a while. Like, he hosted the BET Awards for forever. Yep. And I remember he had that whole thing where he was, like, always hitting on Serena. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, he'd always do the little skit for Serena and whatnot, and that was always um, that was always funny. Yeah. And so, uh, so there was a while where Jamie Foxx was like the dude, and I think it was because he could do so much. Yep. And then he was also again a, like black sitcoms were the thing. You know, you have Family Matters, Fresh Prince, um, uh, The Cosby <clears> Show, Martin, uh, Martin, like Living Single, Living yep. Single, yeah, Different World, like Different World, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Black sitcoms were, were Crazy. the shit in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So he was in it. Eighties, nineties, yeah. Yeah, he was he was he was definitely hitting it. So I just yeah, rock. For me, that was just in conclusion. That was just a yeah. shitty strategic move of him. <laughs> just like yeah, I'm a now. It's time for me to bounce out. Yeah, you can walk out from any situation if you have a better situation set up. Now. If you're going to do it when you definitely fucking up, probably not going to be the smartest decision for you at that time. But for me, it'll just be like, all right, he a bad guy. He really don't give a fuck. <laughs> he really don't care about this because he don't got no other setups going on. Up, yeah, yeah. he's just like, you know, fuck that. I'm, I'm bouncing. So the fact that he could do that, that would be dope. But you just leaving right now, I'm like, that's weak, man. You just got over it. He's like, eh, I don't really need to be in the last one, so let me be out. Um... <laughs> True, but I mean, again, with the, such a weird franchise, mm-hmm. with people being in space and stuff like that, you know, maybe it was the perfect time to bow out. But speaking of people being in space, I'm back. Um, <laughs> uh, Jeff Bezos launched himself into space. 
Well, technically, he didn't launch himself. He didn't build the... Right, right. <laughs> the nigga went to space. I, yeah, <laughs> the dude who made Amazon <laughs> in a garage made it into space. I, I mean, oh, I just want to say, here's his starting point. Didn't do selling the books. traditional... Selling books. <laughs> didn't do the traditional method of becoming an astronaut and going through ast- right. uh, NASA and just straight up said, I'm going to go to fucking space. That's how you know you rich. That's, like you rich, rich. When you and God, God knows what he did to prepare for that flight, but I know he probably didn't do all the proper, you know, procedures mm. like an astronaut would have to go through. So him just taking that flight real quick. I thought he was going, going, but now nah, I was just all right. Test flight, cool. Oh, this is what it feels like. Come back down. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they, they, they do that a lot for astronauts to get them used to what it feels to be like yep. weightless. So that what they'll do is they'll just coast through the like the very tip. Like you're not breaking through the atmosphere, okay. but you're damn near close to the point to where you're weightless. Okay, you're floating. All right. He he got that Skrilla. Yeah, he got I that. Guess money. He, could, he could do what he wants. He could do what he wants. Um, a, a controversy that went around about him with that being said was he, he said something, uh, just to summarize what he said, pretty much he was like thanking his employees. He's like, yo, thank, thank you to my employees for paying for that flight, you know, to, to be able to do that. And pe- it rubbed people the wrong way. I'm like, oh. I mean, how's he, I'm like, how's that? Without you, I wouldn't have been able to be in right. the space. I'm a billionaire because of you guys. Right. But, but that that that's kind of that's kind of arrogant right there. <laughs> you could have worded it a little bit differently. You know what I mean? Probably, like how else can he it's, say it with, like, without? Thank you, thank you, slave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that, that's basically what it sounds like. <laughs> right. You know, thank you to my slaves. I mean, God, my man. employees. Nah, that's kind. That's kind of. <laughs> he, he went to the left with that one, man. Like, oops. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh. I can say what I want. I'm Jeff Bezos. Uh, especially since he stepped down as chairman, it's kind of the same thing with Elon Musk. Yeah. Is uh, you know Elon Musk went on the Jeff Rogan podcast, smoked some weed, and immediately his stock fell. And then it's just like, okay, I get it. Whatever. Fuck it. I'm stepping down as chairman so I can live my life and do whatever the fuck I want to do. Don't think yeah. I'm not still getting money. Yeah, exactly. It's my idea. I'm the founder, so all of it's coming in. It's just I can do what I want and I won't get scrutinized. And yep. so now that Bezos is down... I feel like he's going to be a lot more opinionated. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, you got a certain image when, when you that powerful and stuff like mm-hmm. that. When you're the chair, when you're the head chairperson, and you decide to step down, it, you know there's a, there's a huge like weight off your shoulders. Like mm-hmm. the world is they're watching, but they're not watching. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, congratulations. I mean, <laughs> did you buy a ticket to? I ain't even watching on TV. Yeah, I didn't. I, the only reason I even knew about it because I, I go to the gym in the morning during the week, and then you know the news is on, so I, I looked uh, over, and that's that's why I sent you the photo. Cause I was right. like, what the hell, Jeff Bezos, and they doing a countdown. I said, that real quick. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, this is going to space. Man, he's going to space. I said, oh, all right. I mean, Elon Musk kind of did it first by sending his people. He sent his trained astronauts into space. Right. Um, you He's know, smart. separate from NASA, but I guess Bezos going into space himself, being one of the two rich people, because right now it's him, Bill Gates, and Elon Musk, yep. top three. Um, Literally could change the, the world whole economy uh, in one move. Yeah, and it, it, it nuts. But you know, I don't know. I don't. I, I I feel like there's so much other shit that goes into it. But you know, it's the stuff that I've talked about with. With you and Lance, that one episode that still hasn't aired, so I think I'm in the clear. Um, you know, um, you know, and it's just like it's, it, to to change a world's view and perspective. You got to go through a lot of powerful people, and yeah, you have a lot of money, but 
you're still human at the end of the day. A bullet can put you down easy. Like quick quick question though for you. Um what what do you think of the 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 elites and the the powerful people who could literally change the world in like a blink of an eye with all this harboring all this money cuz there was a lot of people in the comments too when he said that about you know thinking his employees and whatnot. There were there were a lot of haters too because Oh, you got all this money and you could change and save people from hunger and da da, and you you're not doing all that stuff. So <clears throat> it's 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 not. A, I'm listening. He earned that money. <clears throat> yeah, he earned it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He put things. You can't hate it. You can't be. You know. You can't be mad at a man who made billions when he earned it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's not like Bill Gates who it was basically given to him by his parents. Mm-hmm. You know, but he built upon it. You know, I'm not taking that yeah. away from him, but. I don't have a problem with. I'm, I'm not a hater, man. I mean, the man earned all his money, but to say what he said to me is kind of disparaging to his employees for all the hard work that they put into. Yep. You know, I, I thank my employees for paying. No, that's wrong. It's, it's actually it's the customers who pay for it. Right. By mm-hmm. buying his products, you know. <clears throat> so let me tell you. I mean, I, I don't want to get into conspiracy right. parts, but. Them being the three richest people on record, but there's people behind the scenes that are probably more wealthier than them. True, you know, yeah, facts. yeah, that are more or less pulling the strings on on the world itself. Those those are just the showmen, you know. Mm-hmm. The people that they allow us, what they allow us to see, see in the front yeah. window, absolutely. <laughs> like the Rockefellers, uh, I'm pretty sure they haven't been mentioned. <clears throat> And that's old money. That's old money. Old money. Old money. You know them cats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the history, I I learned. I I learned about them at the time when I was when we were kids and and whatnot. I did learn about them very briefly um, in the history books and history. So, so yeah, those those cats they they had their hands in a lot of. A lot of things growing up, slavery and all that stuff. True. And, and they, yeah, like, so when when you hear the term old money, we're, we're talking about old money, like money that was set way before, you know, anybody could, you know, have a piece of the pie that they're still li- living off of mm. and capitalized. Just like you said with Bill Gates, like he, his family had money and then he got, then he just kept on bringing that up. You know what I'm saying? That's so, like the Kennedy. Yep. Exactly. You know, like the Kennedys, they were the the the, the, the grandfather was um, doing moonshine. That's how he, that's how they made their money back yep. in the days, in the twenties and the thirties. And then now, the evolution to put his son kids in, in politics, and now they're this distinguished family. But they was running illegal stuff way back in the day. Hey, yep. You know what I mean? So when you talk about old money, yeah, that's old money for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's the OG money, man. But uh. Yo, T, anything else in uh, what's new? Speaking about, you know, people with power exerting it over uh, those who don't, Drake Bell. <laughs> uh, sexual assault charge on Drake Bell, a childhood star from the Drake and Josh TV show on Nickelodeon. Uh, was who, did, he, did, he get, did he get charged or is he just accused? No, he got charged. Oh, shoosh. Bill Cosby was getting out. That same day, he was oh. going in. <laughs> That's right. I remember like, that. That's great. Yo, that beat was so hilarious. Like, That's it was right. just hilarious. I was dying. I was like, yo, the what are the odds? Bill Cosby getting out. He going straight. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because you see people from, from shows that we watched as a kid. 
like uh, that 70s show, Hyde, also got caught on uh, sexual assault charges. Um, the person who played Hyde. Uh, and then you you got Drake Bell. And it's just like, it seems like it's good. I'm glad it's happening because it's like, I'm pretty sure nowadays it's not happening as much because it's like you'll no, never it, know what's going to come back to bite you. You just reminded me because, son, recently I watched over <laughs> the week. You remember that show, Ned's Declassified? Mm-hmm. The the girl Mose Mosley, yeah. she got caught in like a little racist little thing. Oh jeez! <laughs> I was like, yo, we just that's right. that's bad because they were recently talking about a Netflix deal that he had. <laughs> that, that probably is about the adult survival guide that was gonna be coming oh out. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, Jesus. dang. <laughs> like our childhood, you know, actors and actresses are just like really. Yeah. Oh man! And then the I forgot the black kid who was on the. Show um, uh, cookie, yeah, uh, Sam something. He did a whole skit about it. It was hilarious. What? <laughs> it was hilarious. I was just like, this is something. Not everybody's meant to be famous or mm. should be famous. That and is true. The people who are that shouldn't be famous are famous, and they don't even know how to handle yeah. that lifestyle. And I'm like, yo, just it could be too much for them. It's also, the handle. If yeah. you've done something in your past. Oh, bite you in the ass. Yeah, like you. I don't. I don't. How do you deal with that? Like, how? What do you do if if you've done something in your past and you and it's like now you're famous? Like, what do you do? Do you just like hope that it doesn't come to light or do you address it? Right. That's you know what. That's a good point because I think listen, when you when you become famous, and you got a past. They hold that. They like listen. This is what we got right here. <laughs> Remember, you were sixteen. Remember right. that, right? <laughs> so you know, behave and do what we tell you to do. Or this, well, or, this, or this won't come up. That's the thing. 16 is kind of a... I was a kid. They don't care. You know. Um, but 18, 19-year-old... Because what was it? The chick from The Office. Mm-hmm. Who, who was touted as the... She went to uh, clan rally festivals. And she was the she was the clan queen or pr- clan princess. Uh, like twice, two years running. And then even... And then it's like... That's crazy. Okay, you did that. You You was on The Office, but you did that when you were younger cool, all right, maybe we can let it slide. But then it's also found in records that you made donations to it while you were getting paid from the office. So it's like... I mean, uh, at 16, 15, all right, you don't know everything, but you have a clear mind on what you're doing. Right. So you know if you become a, what's a clan queen or whatever, yeah. she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was into. You know, now that she's famous, see, see, we holding it, see, right. we see what yeah. you did, Mm-mm. and now you make it even worse. You make it donations as you become an <laughs> actor. You become bigger. Like you just like, kept yeah. giving money to the like that. Don't worry, I'll nuts. take care of you guys. Don't worry. Yeah. I, I got your back. <laughs> you know when you have black cast members, now you're oh man. Um, but yeah, as far as that's, that's pretty much all that's what's new. But last not least, um, R.I.P. Biz Marquis. Uh, we definitely. Uh, I didn't like how they uh, the news, but yeah, yeah. yeah. At this point, you expect that from the news on how they address them and stuff. Oh, the guy who made that song. Uh, That's it. Yeah, I Yo. was like, I was like, <laughs> it's like nah, man. He was one of the first MCs to really do it the way right. he did it. Um, I don't know if you have any fond memories of Biz Marquis. Huh, do I? Um, I never met him. I've seen him in person. Never met him. Right. Mm. But I distinctly remember I was in, I went to a dance in high school and Make the Music With Your Mouth Biz came on. Hey. And I was like, yo, what is that? Who is that? Mm. And I mean, just the beat itself and then he come on and do what he did. Became a fan instantly. You know, if you go to mainstream media, yeah, Just a Friend is his only hit, a one hit right. wonder. 
But this guy has a catalog of songs. You know, beat, he was known to do the beatbox. Was on some one of the, um, you know, one of the most infamous MCs in Roxanne Shaw Tate back. Yeah, in the I was days. just about to say that. Mm. I was like, yeah, she, yeah, they did, they did their thing um, with with that, especially with the beatboxing, like you said. Yeah, like, there was a show she had back in the day. I saw it in like the the biopic, and she confirmed that it was true. Like she, her DJ couldn't get one of the tracks and. That's how they met Biz, mm-hmm. and he came through. He did that whole thing, and she just started spitting off that. So That's... it was like, oh, and that was new. And they're like, oh, what he doing? And he, you know, did his thing. So it's uh, very unfortunate. And the news, yeah, I, I shouldn't be surprised. But just once in a while, like when somebody keeps on doing the same shit to you, it, 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 it's it's funny because sometimes you just hold a little smidge of hope. You know, like they're gonna switch it up. You thought it'd be like a little bit more of a tribute, <laughs> right. you know? That's right. like page six, like in the news. Well, anywhere else in the news, yeah. you know, it's a little snippet and mention. Glossed over, keep it's it's like, moving. Come on, man. But he, but he was responsible for artists like Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, philosopher. Sure, you know, bringing bringing those guys together. You know, he's very innovative in his lyrics. He wasn't the greatest lyricist, but he was a great entertainer, yep. mm-hmm. and a storyteller. And even though he did have artists like Big Daddy Kane write for him, I mean, back in the day, you know. Back in the days, you you took pride in writing your own lyrics. Exactly. But when you get a guy like Biz Markie who can entertain at the same time, right. you be like, all right, okay, somebody wrote his lyrics, but I still like him. Right. You know, so he's um, he's definitely a pioneer. Always will be a pioneer in in, uh, in the hip hop game, and he he will be missed. For real. Rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace. And with that, uh, we move right into our topics. A little bit different. Since we have an OG, yes, sir. Uh, we're just going to be revisiting some of the topics that we ourselves have answered and just kind of getting a different perspective on them. So, uh, first up, are you aware of Cardi B? Uh, <clears throat> I've heard of her. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard Cardi of Cardi B. B. From the Bronx. Ex-triple. <laughs> Ex-triple. Yeah, Ex-triple. MC. Yeah, um, she all right. So, uh, you know, not... Somewhat recently, not too recently, she she ended up buying her daughter a hundred and fifty thousand dollar necklace. Yep. Um, and, pe- out. and people were uh, upset about that. Just want to know what is your opinion on Spoiling her spending? Yeah, spending that much money on her daughter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me, but that's her dough. Mm. I'm not gonna be digging in her pockets and decide because I'm a fan. Oh, why is she doing that? Well, I mean, if she has the money to do it, then she's going to do it. Right. Now, her daughter probably, how old is her daughter? Like two, three years old. Not she's even. she's not even going to remember that stuff later on yeah, down the line. That's what, that's what some of the arguments. You know, that's like when you see people buy their kids Louis Vuitton. They're like six months old, a year old, Gucci, this Louis Vuitton. That, it doesn't make sense. That. Right, because kids constantly grow. Yep. You know, but at the end of the day, it's her money. You know, I'm not going to knock her if she wants to buy her daughter that, but that's not something I would do. It doesn't make sense to me, but I won't criticize her because that's her choice. I, I just think I just think it comes from like once again haters, people pocket watching, all that stuff. Like, oh, I don't I like got that, that money. Watch. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, I don't got that money. But if I had that bread, yeah, but you don't got it. At the end of the day, <laughs> you could say if you had it, like you know, like. But at the end of the day, you don't got it. You know right. what I'm saying? So you can't live that life if you don't have that life. Like same thing with you know just to step in on that same path. Drake went on like a crazy expensive oh, date. Yeah. He shut down Dodger Stadium, had a shorty over there, boom, boom. And everybody's like, oh, this is 
Like, are you going to be able to live up this expectation? Because now girls want this level. I'm like, yo, he's in a different tax bracket. Absolutely. <laughs> like, he could do that on his level where he yeah. at. He a trick, but. Fact. He a trick. <laughs> he a trick, but. Fact. You know, he, he got the dough to do it. I mean, I'm not going to knock the dude for doing it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that that's on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to press the girl and everything like that. But understand, when you press a woman, there's consistency involved in that. Yeah. So if you come in that high, you better keep it on that same level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you go from Dodge Stadium to a little boxing arena, you know, at, at the local gym taking out the dinner, nah, you fell off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You fell off. She's like, hold on, hold on. You took me to Dodge Stadium now. Why, why I'm in this nasty gym? You me the dinner. Nah, 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 nah. He's like, I had to save up for that one. Right. right? <laughs> Just do it, man. Crazy little bit of dope. Yeah, I yeah I agree. It's, it's a lot of people, you know, just hear say, like, oh man, if it was me, if I had done it, you know, see what happened was like all all that. That's it's just the nature of of people, just like you said, pocket watching, wondering what's in people's pockets. Like, do you know what what you could have did for your daughter if you had taken that money and invested it and blah 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 blah. And it's like you don't think she's gonna do that. You don't think she's already got a fund for her daughter right, off to the side, right. like. Bro, like again, like you, you, I. It's like the whole thing of uh, like you on the outside looking in. So you're not getting the whole picture. You're just getting what you see, see yeah. from that window. You don't know all the different rooms in that house. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's crazy. It's it's definitely. I mean, but again, as a celebrity, you're kind of open to that scrutiny. So it's like, yeah, whatever you put out publicly. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even know if she made that public. Uh, no, she did. It was that. It was a viral video. Oh, like, she, oh, it she made birthday. it. Oh, okay, okay. It was her daughter's birthday, and there was a, literally a clip. <laughs> She's like, "Here you go, baby." <laughs> so, and everybody's like, "Oh." So that was done with purpose, right? <laughs> For people to comment, uh, which keeps her relevant. Relevant. I don't know. She. Put, I mean, she but, put out music recently. Yeah, she she did a. Oh, I forgot to mention that. And what's new? Um, Normani. She's back in the. Mix for people who don't know who Normani is. She's from Fifth Harmony, two uh, platinum selling mm. albums. So um, she's doing her solo thing, like that girl who's also from Fifth Harmony, Camilla. Camilla, the Spanish one, yeah. Yeah. So she she's doing her thing, and she did a track um, called Wild Side featuring Cardi B that just came out recently. The video is expensive. <laughs> That movie, that video was just you. You could tell how like expensive it was. Mm. Every CGI was on point, mm. visuals are on point, skin flawless. It was yeah, it was, it, the budget was crazy, crazy. So, and it's a good track, but I feel like Normani she needs to. Unfortunately, in this day and age, you got to give yourself a little bit to people, so people have to you know be inspired by and. And have hope in the world, you know what I'm saying? They gotta be relatable to you. Mm-hmm. And she's not relating. She's trying to take it back to that old school, um, old school mentality. Like back when Will Smith was famous, when he uh-huh. you only know you only know what he put out. Like so, when you saw him in the movies, everybody was going crazy, but you didn't know what he was doing personally in his life. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to live that lifestyle. I'm like, uh, that's not gonna happen in today's society. If you're not giving a piece of yourself to the to the people that you 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 out here for. They ain't gonna pay attention. You gotta give something up. For real. Because Cardi, that's why she's so successful. Oh, stripper. Now turn rapper. Da, 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 and this is her Stay life. true to herself. Right. Money hasn't really changed it. Exactly. And it's the same. Like, what you got then is what you get now. Exactly. So that's why people relate. Oh my gosh, I'm a stripper. Or I knew a stripper. And yeah, they could change their lives too. And da, da, da. I'm down bad from New York. So, <laughs> that's it. So it's like, 
she's not doing all that stuff with with that. But uh, there you go, man. Just uh, all right. So that's good opinion then. Um, so moving on. Uh, Christian Thompson and Lamar Odom. So apparently, Chloe had posted a picture of herself and Lamar commented under saying, you know, you looking good and whatnot. And, uh, you know, Christian kind of kind of felt some type of way and decided to threaten him. Said, you know, God saved you one time. He, not, he probably won't save you again. Something along those lines. That's nuts. Um, but what do you think of that situation of, a, of an ex-husband coming back into a, a relationship to I where she's... Were, were they married? I think they were. I don't think they were married. Oh, all right. Well, if they're not... Uh, an ex-boyfriend trying to right. get back into a relationship where... Um, where she's now had a baby with somebody else. And the baby father is around, but not really. You know what? <clears throat> Lamar Odom, in my opinion, listen, man, take it as a write-off. It's an L. Mm. Reason why I say that, first of all, she's, she stood by you. From what I remember, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> but through his ills, yep. drug habit, everything, she, was, she stood by him. Now, I don't know whether he decided to leave her anyway, or the case may be, maybe y'all can, you know, clarify that for me. But now she gets to the next cat. And here's the key. She had a baby by this man. Different. And that changes the whole game because you're talking about a woman and a man sharing something, bringing it into the world. Mm-hmm. Lamar's on the outside looking in, looking at a picture of Tristan and imagine that his face is there instead of Tristan. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So... He had his chance. I mean, listen, I've, I've been in relationships like that. I, I, I dated one girl. She was a good girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I was too busy wanting to hang in the streets and now all excitement. She said, why don't we just date? I'm like, mm, I'm sorting out my oats. Meaning I'm still out there just sorting out myself doing me. Mm-hmm. She's the only girl I ever looked for on Facebook. Huh? Only person. I found on Facebook. She friended me. Not really much conversation because he just had a baby. Right. Mm. And she had a man and they got married. I saw my face on his yeah. face. <laughs> but I had to take that. I said, you know what? I have my opportunity. Let me take that L. And Lamar, she should be doing the same thing regardless of what Trish is doing because, again, they have that bond. Right. You know, the Kardashian chick and him, they got that bond and he can kind of hang that over her head. Because when a woman sacrifice her life to have a baby, that's deep. Oh, yeah. Because she could easily be like, nah, Trish ain't the one. I'm getting an abortion. Mm-hmm. But she decided to have that child, so that puts Lamar at a, at a, at a big disadvantage because it's hard to break that bond, man. It's it's hard to penetrate that. So if I was Lamar, I'd be like, yo, we had good times. Maybe if Trishan dies or, or, or does a bid <laughs> like 20, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or does a 25 to life bid, I don't think he has any wins in this. Mm-hmm. But was it, was it an appropriate period for him to even – be up in the comments even suggesting all that like yo see see that's where emotions and logic differ okay he's probably saw the family life what looks like the family life that he should have been mm. I should have been the baby daddy not him I know I would have treated my child better I would have been with her better than him so, on her left and right right mm-hmm. so now he catching feelings so the emotions start coming off him to comment on you know I don't know if he had, was on drugs at the time had a couple of drinks but emotions is a mother. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But maybe logically later on, he's like, nah, you know, I should have said that, but it's too late now. Because mm-hmm. once you put stuff on social media, it never goes away. Oh, never. You could delete it, mm-hmm. it ain't never going away. So I, speaking from a personal standpoint, you just look from a distance. I'm like, yo, she look good and everything like that. But you know, you know what? Let me delete her account. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let me just separate myself as much as I can from her. But some cats can't do that because ego and emotions get in the way. Mm-hmm. That's a lot in the industry, for sure. Okay, okay. Um, so earlier, we had showed you a video of a woman who <laughs> who, who uh, didn't sleep with the guy. Um, you know, they were just really good friends. They were dating, um, and they ended it off mutually. Uh, but after the relationship was over, she expected him to continuously pay for her bins, the loft that she was staying at, and I don't know if he was giving, or if, if she wanted an allowance or whatnot. But what what are your thoughts on, on that? She bugging. <laughs> she straight bugging. I'm like, yo, it's over. Listen, I'm not gonna tell you about anything I bought you. I did out of kindness in my heart. Oh, yep. I wanted to, you know, mm. make you happy. But now we ain't together. You on your own. You're not taking that bills back. Nah, you can have it. You got you got to take all the payments. Right. Oh, wow. If you're making payments, of course. Okay. I'm, I'm not gonna recoup any. See, see, it's one thing if. It's one thing when you give something to someone, mm. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I'm giving this to you because you, we, we dating, you know, whatever the case is. But once you stop dating, now nah, I don't want that stuff back. Wow. Keep it. Because it's a material thing. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But the house that I pay for, payments stop as of today. That car, the car knows I was paying no, for, the payments stop as of today. Mm. So now you find the next dude to build off of what I, what I already given you. So, nah. Nah, she ass out, straight up. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, like women, uh, women. The the whole thing with that, the crazy thing about that video is just like there's a lot of women out here feeling entitled like that. Like yo, like yo, alright, fine. You want to? I'm I'm not gonna be with you, but you need to maintain what I'm doing because you accustomed me to that. Yeah, that's what you were getting when you got with me. Like I'm yeah. gonna upgrade you. When you right. I'm not gonna leave you at the exactly. bottom. I I'm come with that. Right. Right. I exactly. believe all this comes with me. Right, exactly. I'm like, how dare she <laughs> expect for him to keep tricking on her like that? Nah, nah. She got a lot of nerve thinking that. She man. ain't giving him no play, no nothing. That, and I ain't, like, get, I ain't get to sniff nothing either. For real, <laughs> nothing. Yo, you just gotta keep maintaining my lifestyle now because I didn't find the next come up. Because see now, now see here's the thing. Let's flip it. Now imagine if she another dude who came that was giving her more than what he would have given. She probably would have dropped that dude. Mm-hmm. Of course. Now give me my shit back. Right. You want to be with this dude? Give me that exactly. bitch back. <laughs> oh, so it's you different. Thirty days to get out the <laughs> house. <laughs> of course, it, it depends on the scenario. Of course, yeah. Like, if you want to be wilding out like that nah. before, you know, when you, when you decide to break it off mutually, you like, yeah, you can have that. But she finds somebody else is doing better than you. You like, ah, all that coming with you. Apparently, my shit ain't. Of the value of the other dude, fine, bad. So you don't need my right. stuff. You definitely so don't I just, need Because that's interesting. Because there, there does seem to be uh, a, an idea of, of you know, of resist, like I'm leaving a mark of me somewhere. You know, whether it be like the, the car she's driving or the, or the place that she's staying at. That, that, that's very interesting. That that is something that we're okay with doing so long as there isn't someone better than us doing it. it, it Something like that. I mean, maybe call it hating. I don't know. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Every, every time she gets in that bench, she's going to think of him. Okay. When she walks through that door, she's going to think of him because he supplied all that for her. Mm, Unless she's just that. Leaving your mark. That's, okay. that's leaving your mark. Yeah, like my ex, like back when I was staying, you know, kicking it with her and stay, staying with her at her, her cribs and whatnot. There's a lot of shit in that spot. That I fixed and put together because I was the handy nigga up in the cribs. Mm. 
Def- you def- have to go believe- back and just unscrew everything? Is that, is that what we're No, mean? that's petty me, but I'm just saying that to, to just add on to what we were just, you know, talking about. It's just, yo, every, it, I don't, you know, whatever nigga she bringing up around her cribs and whatever. I want whatever, him to know that I fixed that door. Yo, my ex, she put that together and I, I guarantee you she having those type of conversations for a fact. Like, oh yeah, like, yo, where'd you get this thing? Oh yeah, my ex put that together. Okay. But you know she what? She put that together too. That's a compliment to you. Right, because she didn't forget those things. Exactly, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So it's okay. like this is it's like a psychological thing, but it just depends on how it's being done. Because it, it makes perfect sense. That makes it seem like guys play mind games too, in a way. But it's chess. we're not we're not we're not thinking like that right away because like 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 you just you know su- suggested like oh okay so she would have upgraded to another dude despite if she was with dude already. Mm-hmm. You don't need my shit. That's not psychological. You just like, ah, right, you don't need my shit. You got a better nigga. Like, give it back. That's versus so versus the whole thing where, all right, we're we're done. Bet. Keep the bets. Keep the bets. That's Keep nuts. the payment. That is Keep nuts. the car. You Keep that. the cribs. You, as long as you take over payments, we're good. Because I did That's that in the kindness of my heart. Mm. Now you got me tight. So all the kindness leaves because you found somebody better. And you can't even sniff. I didn't get a whiff, nothing. <laughs> I'm sleeping in the same bed. She's sleeping in the same bed with this cat. Shit. I imagine. Yeah. I don't mind, man. For real. Like, I mean, you don't value. People get it twisted, man. The value <laughs> of the vagina, the value of the penis is damn near equal. For real. Mm-hmm. Dudes it's shaped that way because it goes there. Dudes wait, dudes mess up the game because mm. of that. So women feel entitled. Well, if you wanted some of this. Then you need to do X, Y, and Z for me. Yo, but for me, pussy is just... If that's the best thing you can offer me, then you, you're not even worth my time in the first place. I shouldn't be messing with you in the first place. Right. But me being a nigga that I am and want to enjoy that box coming from you, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking play this game until I get exactly what I'm trying to get to. Destination's all about the destination for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely about that shit. But if that's all you literally got to bring to the table... yeah. Come on. If a chick does that, she's actually doing you a favor. Right. She's saving you from a whole bunch of... Save you money, save you time, save you the trouble. Because there's other vaginas out there that's willing yeah. to give it to you for absolutely no, free. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's um, your situation. <laughs> she really gets you free and you're just like, nah. Like you gotta put no work for this it's, shit. Uh, nah, I'm good. Because it's, you know what I'm saying. There are strings attached to it. It'd right. be different if it was truly stringless. Right. right. I mean, because you know, you you two consenting adults. Right. There's like you said, you know, you want something, she wants something, you get you get together, and that's the end of that. Mm. You know, no expectations, no regrets is what I was always told. Hmm. All right. Um, so. You, kind of the old topic here um, for us, uh, we asked, we talked about what is the key to your happiness. You know, for me, uh, the key to my happiness was just you know being comfortable with myself, loving who I am as a person, and then if I was to ever to be with somebody else, they would have to be ha- happy themselves, make themselves happy, and then we come together and be happy together. I'm not, I'm not responsible for your happiness. You shouldn't be responsible for my happiness. We are two separate individuals who are happy, and we come together to be happy together on, to just make more happy. You know, and so it's like, what is the key to your happiness? You know, I would agree with you on that. <clears throat> to to be comfortable <clears throat> in your own skin, to be comfortable where you at. Now, 
what you said was very key to find someone else who's in their own that own happy space. Because as as much as successful as you can be, as much people who are single say, "Oh, I'm successful. I could be this." If you bring someone else who can uplift you to the next level, it just makes it just takes it beyond. So for me, being happy and being understanding the mistakes that I made, understanding that okay, I made these mistakes, I did the wrong thing, I can live with with, with what I've done, but now I'm still in a position where I can still improve upon who I am as a human being and as a person. Because the, the worst thing that person tells me is that's just the way I am. Ugh. That's probably so much of a turnoff, especially Oof. coming from I me. Mean, Coming from a woman, because I'm like, you know what? You're not trying to better yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to, to improve yourself. So, to get back to you, I don't want to get too too much off, but the key to happiness is being comfortable in your skin, being uh, honest with yourself, um, coming to terms about where your life is and where your life can go, but always be optimistic that things can always get better. Mm. But you have to be the one that's going to make it happen, because no one's going to feel sorry for you in this world. Yep. So, for me, key to happiness is all those things. You know, a nice little pension too. Right. <laughs> little time and jump off going on. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure our affairs in order before we we embark on this journey. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. No. Nah, definitely. Uh, just want to reiterate that that you know, super important for anybody who's listening. Make sure that you're happy before you get into a relationship with somebody else. Don't bring any baggage. Don't don't bring none of that. That it should like that's not the foundation. It's not anybody's responsibility to fix somebody up. Yep. I mean, if that's what you want to do, do it. But you should be the person who's going out and seeking it, not you bringing your burden to somebody for them to take care of you. That's so key right there because people have a good way of hiding what happens in the past to try to bury it mm. and move on. You can't. Skeletons. Exactly. I dated a young lady like that. You know, um, she had things going on in her life. She wasn't passive, but yet you want to be married, have a relationship. Listen, your room could look clean, but if you got dirt that you swept under the rug, there's still dirt there. Mm. Right. So it's not so you. So your room is not clean because you haven't gotten rid of all that dirt. Uh-huh. So there's still things going on that's unresolved in your life. It makes it hard for you to be someone that can present a happy life to someone else who's already happy. Right. You know, you have to come to, again, I come to the realizations with the mistakes that I made, the choices that I made in life. Now I'm like, all right, I'm cool with it. I'm at peace with it. Let me move forward with it. You know, so that, that, that's a very good point that you brought up. I got a, I got a, I got a question uh, to that. So, so if you're, if you're dating somebody, do you think it's important to talk about their past relationships? Or should that be, you know, left in the past? <clears throat> That's a good question because I believe that all people who are married don't tell everything. Oh, of course. You know, you might tell some things, but if you choose to, to tell that person, that's up to you, but it's up to the other person if they can handle it. Because mm. not everybody can handle that. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I met this guy. Now, I mean, I'm not 5'11". I'm like 190. Oh, well, maybe the, her, I'm dating a girl. His wife was 6'4", the bodybuilder. But now, because now... Because some what some people do, they compare you to the person they were before, and so now they kind of get in, gets into your head mm. of the people that you dated before. So now, as a whether you're male or female, now you feel you got to live up to that those standards that they were probably used to. When the focus should really be on you, right? So again, it depends what the person says about the past. It depends how the person words it, but it also depends how the person handles it. If I'm dating a woman, I know she won't be able to handle the stuff that I did in the past, and my I wouldn't even bring it up to her. <laughs> no, facts. Like I think 
like I agree, I, I can't agree with you anymore because um, like yeah, like if I, if I'm dating somebody, I wouldn't want to have long lingering conversations about who I dated, why I ended, and stuff like that. But if there's like one or two things that you're you're curious about that you want to know, that's not too like detrimental and it's gonna take the focus off of what we trying to do. That's completely different from the past situation. All right, now I had the conversation, but I hate having the conversation like. So why why did your last relationship end and why are you the way you are now and mm. what did you learn from it? I'm like, listen, I'll just help you out for, in any shape or form, other than you just being nosy for real. Because you you don't want to open up Pandora's box. Really. <laughs> you know, you sometimes you want to leave well enough alone. At no facts, me yeah, that's how I am. That's what I'm like having those conversations. Like, come on, man, we 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 two, we in two different places in our life right now. Let's focus on that. Let's grow from that. You know True what I'm saying? Indeed. True indeed. That's it. All right. Um, back to kind of like the the topics are just crazy ramblings of women. Truthfully, is what it is. Um, is there a way to respectfully cheat if you commit it in a relationship or marriage? Yep. Nah. No, not no, morally. No, no way. Not morally, morally, not. Morally, okay. So, what would that look like back in the day? Respectfully cheating. It wasn't even called that back in the day. Just if you could afford, from what my mom would tell me, like if you could afford, if your mans could afford to keep the two families separate, not even separate, just financially take care of both mm. families. Yo, both women were just like, they knew there was somebody out, but they were like, you know what? Mm, child, he taking care of me and he take care mm. of Hey, we good then. So we just. Dang. <laughs> That's correct, because I've heard stories about that. Yeah. I've never been. I, you know, I'm too cheap for that. <laughs> so, it's not going to come from my pocket. Right. You know, I'm like, yo, you know, your baby daddy, he's he paying for those things. I'll get with you, but <laughs> make, sure he's, make sure he's taking care of the kid. Right. But I've heard of stories about women who, guy got two families, date one girl, you know, he's slapping her up, you know, physically abusing her, but she sticks around because of the fact that he takes care of the family. That's nuts. That's, that's immoral, in my opinion. Right. That's, that's mm. not... Nah, I was never, my mentality was, that's beyond my even thought process, to respectfully cheat, although I've done it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But the you, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, <laughs> just a side note. Yeah, yeah, just a little footnote, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, see, know why I did that? You know I mentioned that? Because I was like 25, she was 34. Okay. And I'm like, listen, you're not my girl. You're not my girl. We ain't together. But yet, out of seven days out the week, she's with me four or five days out the week. Mm. Wow. But I didn't realize that being at a young age, I wasn't smart enough to realize it, that my words and my actions were two totally different things. She was like, cool, listen, you can do whatever you want. You can run wherever you want. Just make sure you get before the sun come up. Oh. And I was just like a little bucky nuts out there. So, <laughs> yeah. So I guess I was respectfully cheating, but I just looked at it later on. I'm like, that wasn't the right thing to do. Right. You know, so now I became an advocate as opposed to doing that. Just do the opposite. If you feel you feel a need to cheat, then I mean that that person is not someone you want to be with. Right. And just be honest with that person. Let them know from the door. Listen, I dig you and everything. I won't be able to spend time with you. I'm not looking to be in a relationship right now. I'm just dating. If you can handle that, cool. But if you can't handle it, then you know, someone else, someone else will. Mm. Okay. Respectfully cheating. So it was a thing. 
back in the day. It just wasn't even called that. It was, it's called B. As long as you lay your head on my pillow, you're good. Shit, <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was Come called. Come back here at the end of the day, man. <laughs> like, like, I, I, like, um, my my boy when I was with him yesterday, like he he said something that stuck out to me. He's like, he's like, yo, my shorty, she home base. Like I'm saying, so every time he stepped out. He always knew, like, shorty home plate. Like, mm-hmm. I always got to go back to that. I make my rounds. I right. do my runs. Yeah, but you I always finish home. <laughs> yeah, just finish home. So, I'm like, hey, that's just how it's always probably been for, you know, for some people that, nice. that move that way and whatnot. So, I was like, ooh. Yeah. All right. Uh, second to last. Um, if your girl is withholding pussy from you, is that your green light to cheat? You know, especially when the girls, this is the way I frame it is, you know, we, we've constantly asked ourselves, like, what is the value of a woman? Like, what does she bring to a relationship? Nine times out of ten is pussy. So if you're withholding that, are you still valuable to me? You know what I mean? It's like the same way that if, if, if I'm dating you and I stop giving you money, are you going to stick around? Hmm. Well, it depends on the level of value the pussy is. Hmm. Some people may be, they find it 30%. Oh, I can live with it. I can go in the bathroom and do my thing faster. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's 70%. Oh, you withhold it from me? I'm going to get it from somebody else. So it's all about what level importance that you think that, that, that the coochie is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I was younger, you want to withhold it? Yeah, I probably would be like, all right, I'm going to go out there and get somebody else. <laughs> no, a raggedy bitch that would. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she ain't got to look all that. Yeah, but, but I'm coming home before the sun come up, yep. though. Mm-hmm. Just understand that. But... Females, when I talk to them again, I, 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 like I alluded to earlier, listen, your coochie's just as valuable as the penis. Mm-hmm. Let's not play games. Because I'm dealing with a chick who's going to play games. I mean, you, I'm trading my services for your stuff. No, that's not the chick for me. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah, a girl like that, I probably would better, I probably be more inclined to leave her rather than to cheat with her and then come back to her. <laughs> <laughs> kind of side note because you brought it up. What do you think about girls that make you wait for pussy? That's cool with me. Really? I'm, you know why? Being that I'm, I guess, a classified OG, which, again, makes me feel old. <laughs> but I'm cool with it. I come to see, I see happiness. I come to a realization I'm happy with being an OG. I, you know, it's funny because I've been through all of those scenarios. Mm. I, was, <laughs> I was with a girl, met her, we slept the same the next day. Mm-hmm. We stayed with each other for a little while. It was cool. Met another female. She made me wait a couple of weeks. All right, you know, whatever. One chick. I decided to wait. Oh, well, oh. <laughs> I said, nah, I want to do it right. She's a, you know, she's a keeper. And after six months, she's like, damn, I thought you might have been gay at one point. I'm like, for real? <laughs> damn. Then there's one chick, she made me wait two years. And you made me wait two years. It became, see, that became a game for me. That became a game. I'm like, oh, you're going to make me wait? Okay, well, I'm going to keep doing my thing in between. Of course. Until, until where I get it from. Until the time arises. And then, all right, yo, just as long as that window's still there, I'll wait. And then once we once we smash out, then I'm like, what's your name again? For real. You know what I'm saying? Because because especially if you beat it right, the tables kind of turn. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I've been through all those scenarios. So none of none of those phases. Well, I never thought about it that way. But my my philosophy is whenever a girl makes me wait, no matter what the time. I mean, it depends. If it's like a week or two, I'm, I'm all right. All right, like, all right, cool. But if you make me wait a month and on, then I'm waiting that month just to smash and then never talk to you again. Because at this point, it's like a challenge, like a goal to meet. Like, who the fuck are you to make me wait? Like, what makes you so, you know? But it comes back to the consensual thing. 
I'm feeling you. You feeling me? You know, endorphins, whatever you call it. Correct right. me if I'm wrong. Testosterone. We feeling. We feeling the mood. Let's make it happen. But now, if you tell me explicitly, listen, I'm not um, having sex at least for the first year. At least I know ahead of time what's going on. Then, then I can decide if I want to continue with this relationship. Right. Or I'm a virgin and I'm not. Doing anything yeah, to that, get that, married. That's a, that, you know, I can respect that. You I, were very, if you waited that. this long, all right, I'm not going to Oh, then you got or a born-again virgin. You know. I don't know about that one. It, it really depends <laughs> on the person. Because some people, right. some, you know, again, if, as long as you know ahead of time Did what the game plan is. you go to church and get your head dipped in the water? All right, you know what? I'm going to bow out. <laughs> if you ain't do that, you didn't go through the whole baptism. You, you just straight up, you just claiming that you, nah. You, you were smashing my homie last week. Come on, stop playing. I, I was recently uh, dealing with a situation like that. I told T about it. Yeah, this this girl I was talking to, she was being, she was you know, practicing celibacy and all that stuff. But it wasn't until marriage. It was just I guess she was waiting until she gets into like a serious relationship. I'm like, what the fuck is it? like? A serious relationship could kick in, and I think that's just a, a a personal time thing with the individual that you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Serious relationship kick in in four months. It could be a year. It could be six months. It could be you know whatever your time frame is for that. But it's up to you and that individual. So I'm I'm sitting there like just oh, all right, cool. Like I'd be understandable. My whole thing is you can't give me because she started giving me headaches on certain situations and and whatnot. I'm like you can't cause this much headache and not give me something mm. at this point because it doesn't balance out. That that sounds like a controlling person. Oh, of course, that's a controlling person. Controlling person. Numerous times. I'm like, you know what? Keep that. Right. (laughs) Hold that. You hold that. I'm going to go this way. Exactly. Um, Okay. Last but certainly not least, I'm going to read this to you and you tell me what you think. It's from a a very attractive young lady. Right? Mm, I need... need, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faces can fool you. I need to see a full body. Oh, okay. Uh, In the face, she's definitely very very attractive. I'm assuming that, you know, she's a banger. Right, right, right. All right. So... She writes, I don't know if I'm being petty here, but I feel like I'm not. So my ex-husband remarried and has kids with his wife. She owns a business and I found out she makes almost a million a year. My ex works and gives me 900 a month in child support for our daughter, but I don't think it's fair. I told him that it would be nice if he sent more for my daughter. He told me that his wife and his accounts are not together, but honestly, I want to make, take him and his wife to court to get the max amount I can for my daughter. I work from home and my husband is in, is in the army, but we are struggling. It would be nice to have that additional income that my daughter deserves. What do you guys think? <clears throat> See, I was about to curse, but I decided not to. <laughs> um, now, nah, real talk, I mean, listen. Stop wearing what's in his wife's pockets. For real. This is about you. And him. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the wife and really has nothing to do with her husband. He's in the army, her husband's yeah, yeah, in the army. Yeah. It has something to do with them. If you Legally, if you go to court, what's going to happen? They're not going to go in her pockets and make account. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> this is the weirdest shit I've ever heard. It's just like somebody who made, listen, she or she's hating because he he because he had to come up. He, and she <laughs> did. You know what I'm saying? She did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She did with some dude, you know, Army, Navy, Air Force, for Marine. <laughs> She did some ROTC cat. <laughs> Not ROTC. That's her. That's her. That's her choice that she made. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nah, 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 nah. She, 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 asked, she asked out on that one. Asked out on that one, my dude. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, I, 
Oh, go ahead. Okay. Right. Yo, 900 a month? What are you spending on your child's 900 a month? Food don't cost that much monthly. That's a that, because she wants she wants to supplement her lifestyle that, as well. That's what I'm saying. Like it, this is child support for your child, not for you. Pretty sure you can make a few cuts w- w- between the life that you're living with you and your husband, and you guys would not be straight. You'd be fine. I right. guarantee you. There's no way nine hundred a month see, is that's, not. That, that's and that's something. being that's being more. Than, I'm sorry, I mean cut you off. Um, yep. But that's being nine hundred a month. That's what he's she, he's giving her. That's more than generous. That's crazy. Nine hundred a month is a lot of money that you're getting. It's not like that's your job. That's additional income that you get on top of the fact that you work from home and your husband works in the military, which means he does get paid. And sometimes your housing is free. True. Or at a very discounted uh, price. Yep. Exactly. Not the best house, but you're still living. You you don't have to worry about having a roof over your head. True. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, what are you? What is your lifestyle like that you need more money than 900 a month extra? That's a fair question. That That's shit a fair is question. Because it sounds like basically that what he was giving her was more than the guy she's married to in the army now. So she was used to a certain lifestyle. You know, so she, she got to handle it. That's Because yeah. if you go to court, they might end up reversing and give her less. <laughs> I know, right? Like, whoa, you're thinking too much. Like, like, yeah, you, you too nice, yo, my guy. Imagine going to the court and you think you're trying to get more money, and they're like, whoa, you make, you get too much. He gives you how much? Yeah. Exactly. We're bumping that down to 600. Come yeah, on, what is you bro. spending that on? Because yeah, Listen, when I, when I started driving for transit, the OGs back then told me, 17%, bro. 17%. You mess with these women out here, they get pregnant, get a baby. That's 17% coming out your check. Mm-hmm. Then it used to, I, don't, I think it was twenty five percent for the second one. Oh wow! Dang. So that scared me right there. <laughs> so that's how I learned percentages when I, at the job. So that put things in perspective about far the women that you're dealing with, and that you that you that you date. So nah, yeah, I never understood that people just having babies. That's just weird to me. You're I just, mean, a lot of a lot of women like when they have a kid with the person with that they end up having the kid with. When the person that they, you know, used to deal with is making a lot of money and whatnot, they they see it as an opportunity because, oh, I have your kid. Mm -hmm. So, I need to be comfortable, so I need you to give more money. So, that's how she probably looked at it. I honestly flipped that around at the court. Like, hey, clearly she's not able to provide for the child. I feel as though I should take custody of the child and she come visit. Right. Oh, I flipped that shit so fast. But you got women that do that professionally. Mm Yeah. They got, okay, one kid is by a cop, the other kid. This guy's like what, you know, a lawyer. Yep. And the third child is about this. Mm-hmm. A doctor. Meanwhile, she's on Section Eight. That's mm-hmm. nuts. Get, living in a nice, lavish apartment, paying Section Eight, and 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 dress and her kids too. They're all dressed down. Mm. It's crazy, man. It's it's, it's a nest, man. How manipulative is women? Oh, women, man. They, you gotta be very, very careful on, on who you laying down with. Like I'm, I I used to be a hornball, but now I'm like. Mm. Gotta slow it particular. down. Yep, I gotta get particular because especially I, f- I feel like the the more the, the the as the generations continue to go on, I feel like the the not only the dating population but just the women population is getting more and more entitled and more and more dumber. Even though they say women they smarter than dudes and they mature faster than dudes, I'm like, y'all starting to get real lazy with this shit, like. 
<clears throat> that's such a great point that you make because I mean, you got the Me Too movement. You got mm-hmm. you know, but but you know what to me, and I'm, I might be getting a little bit deep into this, but it's all by design, mm-hmm. all by design. I mean, if you look back in history, in the fifties and sixties, you had heroin hit the streets. Because you had the black family, especially people of color, moving up in the world. Yep. So they wanted to keep that broken. Yeah, of course. So that's where the welfare, the welfare system came in. And now you got these men going to Vietnam. They're coming back as junkies. And now they're being replaced by these women who are becoming administrative assistants. And they're moving up in the world. So now they feel they don't need a man. Because they raise their children on their own. How many athletes have you seen at the draft, NBA draft? NFL draft. Single moms. Single moms. Yep. Broken homes. Yep. And to me, that's all by design. So eventually, and if you look at television, it's even more important. If you look at TV, especially black films back, take take a look at the old black and white films back in the days. The, the, the woman, she would be the maid. She'll take care of the daughters, make sure they get dressed. She's a strong woman. But then you got the guy who's the butler with the beady eyes and he's scared at the slightest noise. Yep. That shows the strength of a woman, the black woman, and the weakness of the black man. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it today, it's even on a larger scale. You watch these commercials; women are more stronger than the men. The men mm-hmm. seem more timid and weak, and that's all to me about done by design. Yeah. And then you want to push the um, LG, what LGBTQ, it? yeah. all that started with the Black Lives Matter movement, and everything came right behind it. Mm-hmm. So there's agenda, there's an agenda going on that wants to keep. Men and women separate from one another mm. and always at each other's odds because it's part of the depopulation of the world. Of no, Maybe I'm being too deep and I apologize if I am. Take no. it to the left. I'll right. take it there because, um, yeah, like I, I mentioned I mentioned that a couple of times when, you know, I went on a couple of dates with women because th- there's a lot of women out here like, oh, gender roles and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, back in the day, like in the 50s and let's take it back even further, like in, even in the 40s, like, you got to understand, the woman, even though she stayed at home and she was cooking and cleaning all that shit, when the men come home with their checks, they give it to the woman. And the woman, the, the cipher is like, all right, there's going electricity, it's going ahead, we're going to say this, da, 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 and that's always been a cycle. Mm-hmm. Don't think just because the woman's at home cleaning and taking care of the kids, that's the only function she has. She was actually the backbone of the dude. And a lot of women in today's society doesn't understand that. Look how many women that can't cook. That's crazy. Yo, that's look how many, crazy. Look how if you if you go to <clears throat> the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, Trinidad, yep. Dominican Republic, <clears throat> even down south, yep. Georgia, Mississippi, a lot of these women are still domesticated. And I don't mean it I mean it in a in a positive way. Yep. Because she, they can juggle working, juggle the things at home, still make sure that the that the family's fed, the clothes are clean. And it's not because she has to because of some of these they want to, they feel it's their role that they want to do these things. Not saying that men can't do it or men won't do it, but some of these women feel comfortable being domesticated, but all that's being lost because a lot of women feel, oh, can't no man do nothing for me. I could do everything on my own. I don't need a man because we're watching TV, watching all, all these mm-hmm. things that are influencing them, social media, these TV shows, yep. are influencing them that they don't need a man to take care of certain parts or most parts of what they want. And I think it's ruining, like you said, it's diminishing love, it's diminishing dating. And what's going to happen in the next 50 years is going to be very interesting, That especially with the black family. What's going to happen? 
I think they're trying to, yeah, kill that off for sure. Because, like, um, just to go back to, like, the island thing, like, I know, like, the Dominicans and the Puerto Ricans, like, they raise, they, they raise their, their females to, you know, cook, clean, and all that stuff, take care of their men, and they raise the men to be all free and, and whatnot. That's how they always, and I notice that they still do that to this day. Like, I go to a Spanish show these crazy, and I see Mom Dukes or whatever, and I, I take my own plate, and I bring it to the trash and, you know, clear it out. And, uh, yo, she cuts out the dog. Like, yo, you don't let no man come up in here and clean and, you know, do that stuff himself. Like, yo, because some of them are keeping their traditions alive and stuff like that. Like, you know, always women in that in that culture just like, yo, just you you ain't going to keep a man if you're doing this. You ain't going to keep a man if you're doing that. Da, 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 and they, they Absolutely crazy. right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I, so, I dated a woman. She was from Trinidad. Yeah. Well, she was her parents were from Trinidad and Grenada. I went over there for dinner. What you want? He told me, you want something to eat? Yeah, let me get something. Brings a plate. Brings something to drink. Then feeds herself. Yep. Then comes to the plate. So out of respect, I didn't eat till she came, till she got there. Yep. But I said, I can get used to this. <laughs> and But that's just like standard shit. And then it, you see it so rarely now, you be like, yo. <laughs> you go to girls' crib. Like, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. Because... The place on the top shelf, mm-hmm. the forks are here, the forks are here. You're like, wow. Make you some noodles and noodles. They, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> right. she can't cook. Yeah. You know. For real. And then she's looking at you, can you cook? I'm like, I, I know a lot more things than you. I'll tell you that much. And I'm still learning and I'm still trying to be, because me, me, when I cook, like, the, it, I, I've been watching, like, a lot of these food shows and stuff like that. So I've been, like, more interested in how, like, chefs cook their food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I see T once in a while on Snap, when he used to do, like, the little Snap videos of, like, cooking and stuff, I, I was, like, I didn't want to just cook like regular folks. I wanted to be able to saute and all that shit and all them fancy stuff. So I always watch those videos and cook in that type of style, like chef styles and stuff like that. So when, when I'm cooking my stuff, and people just be, like, some of, you know, some of the individuals that I know, like, I'm like, bro, you can't even boil an egg. Like, mm. it's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's nuts. Um, cool. So yeah, uh, I don't know if there's. Um, that's pretty much all the topics. I don't know if there was like anything yeah, there's, else. There's more stuff, you know. Just want to ask chance and stuff like that. You know, cool. like. Um, oh wait, you got you, you got questions that you want to ask? I got yo, it's an OG. Like we, dog, <laughs> you, you don't understand. Like <laughs> we don't get this <laughs> all the time. That's why I say it's a breath of fresh air. We get his perspective. And understand these wait, things. Wait, wait, before you go, let me. I, I just got a burning question. There you go. So I've heard this story countless times. Apparently, you have brought home one of my teachers. Yo. Oh, yo, he was telling me that. Your mom's got like the biggest mouth on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 spit that real quick. I wanted. How did how did this even? Where was the teacher? Because she had to be. Yo, well, she, how right. old was I when this, when this happened? You're about four. About four. So I wasn't. A, so it wasn't. So it must be like a, a kindergarten. Four teacher. or five. Yeah. So basically, your teacher was moonlighting as a stripper. Dude, no way. Real talk. That's nuts. And I think your uncle and me went there, and we was talking, whatever, whatever. Again, back in the days, it wasn't about money, because there was no money exchange. She, I was just kicking it. She came back to the crib. You know, you know, bing, bang, bing, bada, bing, bada, boom, and everything went down and like that. So the next day, um, Tyreek is like, I think he saw her go to the bathroom or something. And he said, Mommy, I know her. She said, you know, huh? <laughs> and so Lee called me and she said, yo, my son knows that lady. 
I'm like, how you know us? He, he said, that's her teacher. I said, come here, Ty. <laughs> so Ty come. I said, you know her? Yeah, I know her. I said, what's her name? He said, Becky. I was like, oh. oh. That was her name. That was her name. I'm like, yo, all the chicks in Boston, I could have <laughs> like, I had to slide with a kindergarten teacher moonlighting as a stripper. Yo. That's wild. Moonlighting as a stripper. Yo, yo watch your teachers, your kids, people. The thing, the thing that doesn't surprise me the most is like, we say it all the time, Boston's a very small place. Mm-hmm. And the odds of that, like, I'm like, yo. That's wild. That's crazy, man. Because I was like, well, what, did you just go to a bar? She was at a bar? That's understandable. No, she was a stripper. 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 That's wild. I'll tell you something even more, Bob. I'm gonna, I know you have a question for yep. me. I had started this job working, driving a bus, right? So it was uh, a gentleman. We were in the same class. We, we just hit it off, got cool. So the next thing I know, I was messing with this girl that I had met in Harlem. We kicking or whatever. So I, she said, what do you do? I said, you know, I'm driving a bus now. I just started. Oh, oh, my baby father too. <laughs> For real? <laughs> I said, what's his name? She tell me his name. I said, I know him. I said, we in the same class. So we looked at each other. She's like, well, he's kind of crazy too. I said, well, <laughs> I said, let's, you know what? Let's just, <laughs> let's just stop it while, you know, while we, cause we, we went, me and her got along real good. Yeah. And they had a kid together. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just fall off on it. So we just <laughs> stopped kicking it. And then like five years later, I saw her in the, in the lunchroom. I just looked at her and just kept walking. She looked at me. I'm like, you want to talk about a small world? <laughs> what are the odds of that happening? Really? <laughs> Yeah, man, what's the answer to the question B? I got that too. I got that too. Yeah, I'm about to go meet up with this fine little thing, such and such. Oh, yeah, good luck, man. Good luck. <laughs> Come to find out. That's nuts. Same chick, man. I'm yeah. sorry. I know you had a question, brother. I'm sorry. No, no, you you good. It's just great to hear the his stories and hear stuff about that. Because I'm like, does that, not even like if stuff like that happened back in the day, it's just like the discreetness from back in the day is a lot more different than. Yeah. How it is now, because I'm pretty sure kids would have done like did something or said something that just would expose everybody's personal business and it would have mm. been all over the place now versus back in the day. Like you know, he was an innocent kid, but he was like, "Yo, I, I know that lady. You know, she's such and such." He's That's like, my teacher, I'm right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it was different because there's no social media, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk on the phone, I mean, I'm talking about the days in like the late '80s, early '90s. You had beepers. Yep. TBB, somebody beeping me, go to the pay. Pay phones were relevant back oh, then. Of course. You know what I'm so saying? you see one right on the corner, make that phone call, put a quarter, like 10 cents in or something. 10 cents a quarter in. So, I mean, it seemed like when you talk to somebody, you really had the conversation with them live, you know, live. Yep. So, with social media and, and, uh, and the internet and the web, man, it makes things a lot less personal. I mean, how personal is it when you text somebody? Really not that personal mm. as opposed to really talking to them on the phone. Or speaking to them live. So we talked to girls back in the day. I mean, it was much, I would say it was much simpler mm. as opposed to your brothers, how you got it today. It's much more complex. And I give y'all credit because y'all are very intelligent. And I'm, I'm thankful I'm seeing learning, learning y'all and learning new, because there's some words he said. I'm like, <laughs> write that down. I never heard that before. But it's, it's, it's equally as important for me to sit with y'all so I can learn. You know what I'm saying? Because just because I'm older and have more experience doesn't mean I'm smarter mm. or better. So I thank you all for having me on. Most like, definitely. Like growing up, uh, 
speaking of that, like growing up, it, it that was always the notion though. Like when you know you around the grown folks, they know everything. Like I, I swore, like my my uncles or my aunts, I'll be around them. They're the most smartest people I know. Cause I'm like, they know everything. Like they experienced, seen it all, done it all, been around it, everything. So I, so so it's funny that you said that because I used to you know grow up thinking that I'm like yo they yeah they know that. Before I even get into it, like they know how the tr- you know the fuckery of the world works and stuff like that. So, uh, I I would just uh, appreciate just that 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 knowledge. Yes, you could learn from both, but ultimately, I think experience trumps it all. You know what I'm saying? Because if I have a question about something, and you know about a dating scene or just life experience, you you could definitely help me before I, I, I'm able to sit there and go and assist somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Because there's something important that I learned. And I believe my brother told me. He said, "Is you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a smart person learns from their mistakes, but a wise person learns from the mistakes of others." Okay. Mm. Mm. And I, yeah. I found that to be very deep. So, if you can learn from my mistakes without even making those mistakes, then you become a wise person. Um, I agree with that a hundred percent because that's that's like because you 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 know Bink, dude, sure. Jeff. That's my guy. Um, all my uncles. Uh. You and and just being around them, not even like like you know, because they weren't around for my childhood, because they were all locked up. But you know, but still, seeing them at the ages that I did see them at heavily informed who I am as an adult now. Because it's like watching even KB watching him go through, you know, his his arguments with females, arguing with them. Like I told you what it was from the jump, and it seems like and in my mind, I'm internalizing it as that. Okay, these females don't listen. Got it. And then, you know, seeing what Big says, and he's just like, you know, I'm like, man, don't you think it's wrong to just be sleeping with a bunch of women, women knowing that they want a relationship, but you can't offer them that? And he's like, well, as long as you're honest from the jump, if they still agree to it, then that's them. Like, if the house is on fire, I tell you the house is on fire, and if you go in, you're probably going to get burned, and you still go in anyway? How's that my fault? And I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Sure. And so, just being around all of you guys, just huge impact on my life and why, why I am the way I am. Today, especially when it comes to females. Absolutely, man. I mean, trust me, I got stories. <laughs> so, so which brings me to my question about um, relationships. Um, do you do you think is is very crucial, especially into today's lifestyle? Like, it's important to be honest, or or you think you know the, the you know just play the game how how it's supposed to be played. I mean, I believe in karma. Mm. I really believe, you know, people call it God, some people mm-hmm. call it karma, you know, whatever the yep. case is. But I believe what you put out is what you're going to get back in return mm-hmm. times 10. Yep. It may not come back in the same form, but it's going to come back come back to you in a different form. Mm. To be honest, you got to be honest. A real woman or a real man will respect a person's honesty and allow them to make the decision from that point whether they want to deal with you. I met some bad chicks and I was like, I don't want a relationship. But in my mind, I'm like, yo, stupid, tell him, yeah, because you can bag him. I'm like, yeah, but I'll be living a lie. Yep. So, the, like the young lady I alluded to, I was telling you about earlier, nice girl. I just didn't want to, she was a nice looking girl and everything. I just wasn't ready for a relationship and I didn't want to string her on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That was post the older woman I dated, you know? Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, be honest with them because it's crucial. First of all, a, a real person will respect your honesty. And again, from that point, they can decide whether they want to go on that journey with you or not. 
Because all lying does, one lie builds up another lie, builds up another lie, builds up another lie. So you forgot the first lies that you told. <laughs> now you're caught up in the game. Mm. And that, to me, a part of it has to do with character versus charisma. Ah. See, charisma can only last as long as people fuel you. But at the end of the day, when you look... Who you are as a person. When you, when you pull, pull that cover over, character is what is what is going to last. Yep. Forever. Indeed. That was a gem. You see, this is why I like having these conversations. The gems. Real quick before we move into the last segment, Off the Wall, just a reiteration of something I've already asked him, and it was a great one that stumped him. Yep. And uh, I just want to hit to get your opinion on it. But real quick, um, I was told a story, because you brought up stories, about the time you... I don't know if you were there, but it was my mom, and I know Kay was there. Because he was at the club, and Lisa Ray was there. I wish I was there. I and wish Lisa I was Ray there. was feeling K, and K got in his feelings. I can't remember what? why. Uh, she kept saying, "Come on, man." He, he like he got he froze. It, no, it, it, what it was was her security. I think the way my mom tells it, it's her security guard got in his way, and he got in his feelings. Like the security guard like sunned him or something like right. that. And he got in his feelings, and then she was like, she talked to her security guard, and she kept trying to wave him over, and he was like, nah, nah. And I was like, what? Fumble in the bag. Sometimes we block our own blessings. I'd be like, listen, you know, things happen, you know, mis- you know, mistakes are made. You know, let's look past this, Lisa. What's going on? I could look past that. That's what? It was wild. I was because when it, I was wondering if you were there because when it was told to me, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what? But that's Lisa Ray. Why would? He- that's the chick from Players Club. Why? Why the hell uh, would? Uh, I wasn't there. She had fancy a lot of people too. That's so. what I'm saying. Exactly. She saw exactly. a regular nigga and was like, yo. at the club, just exactly. randomly at the club, and she's feeling you. She's like, yo, come here. And you just like, because her security guard was like, yo, where you think you going? You was you 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 got in your feelings because I was like, yeah, I couldn't believe. I'm like, yo, she's calling me. Oh, look. <laughs> nah, nah, because nah. more than likely he ain't gonna ever see her again. Mm. Exactly. That's anomaly. That was a right once there. in a lifetime opportunity right there. If I was there personally, I probably would have slapped him. What the hell are you doing, silly <laughs> But now, nah, in all seriousness, if I was there, I probably I just would have looked at him and shook my head, like, "Yo, my man, yo, you can't be, you can't be my brother, yo." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't be. That's that. My brother would do that. No brother of mine is good. That's Lisa Ray. <laughs> and who knows? What's gonna, come on, man. Could have been living oh, that life for the rest of his life. I'm pretty sure it does. You that know, was a story that was told. I was just like, you never that's know. Nuts. You never know what's gonna happen, man. Cause I remember back, cause cause apparently uh, y'all lived in the same. Well, Ma lived in the same neighborhood as Boys to Men. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Back in um the, the projects. Mm-hmm. Franklin Field, Rugby. Oh no, not Boys to Men. It's on New Edition. New Edition. That's what it was. Yeah, not yeah, Boys yeah, to Men. Yeah, New Edition. Yeah. Or the projects. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, Bobby Brown's uh, sister lives around the corner from me on Westminster. That's what's up. Yeah, Boston man. <laughs> the bean. And he pull and he still pulls up to this day. Mm-hmm. He does it discreetly, obviously, but yeah, right, yeah. he still pulls up. Uh, yeah. At least he still comes through. That's a good look. Yo, Bobby's like, he's he, he's he's built different. He's from that era. Like I, I fuck with people heavily. That's you know from the eighties and in the early nineties, man. Like I'm talking about as teenagers and that's adults towards right, the right. end of the nineties. Mm-hmm. Not no like cause I was born in ninety two, enjoyed the late nineties as a kid, and then early two thousands is like really my staple into moving on forward in the future, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those people that were teenagers back in those times and grew up and, and whatnot, like, it's different, man. I'm like, damn, man. It's, mm. 
I can't. I mean, every every generation gonna say that they had the best generation. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this this was like pre social media, mm. pre cell phone. Well, cell phones was out there in the 80s and 90s too. Don't get me the wrong. Yeah, but pay phones were everywhere, and then you would have to call somebody, collect, and then they'd be like, "You got to collect call from? I'm at Rugby Station. Come get me." <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'm downstairs. Come up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was more of a. It was more. I'm not gonna say innocent times because it was. I mean, the New York was wild. 70s and 80s was off the off the chain. I mean, the bad way. And I know Boston was off the chain in the 80s. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean. FBI was up in there like it's crazy, but if you go through, sip through the good times, man, it was, it was more of an innocent time than it is. I feel like the 80s and 90s were like the peak of not only that black culture and the positive mm. light of black culture, it was just like a really great time to just, you know, that was life. There was more togetherness as far as family's mm. concerned. Cookouts were cookouts, family yep. reunions were family reunions. Then you had the hip hop culture come in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Late 70s, 80s. Mm. I mean, for me personally, the best years of hip hop were from like 85 to like 96 or 98. To me, that was like the epitome. I mean, it, I mean, it was it was it changed the lives of the world, especially black culture. Yep. You know, but once. Um, once the negativity starts getting in and shoot, 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 and kill, kill, kill. Not saying mm-hmm. they didn't talk about it before, but it was more bragging and boasting back in the days. Yeah. It was more telling stories, like the slick ricks of the world. Yeah. Telling stories, but now now it's about shoot to kill. And it's unfortunate, man. I looked at YouTube and all, it was, it said 200 rappers died in the last year and a lot of these kids were gangbangers. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad, man. It's just so sad. But again, I feel it's, it's part of that agenda. Right. Agenda to uh, you know to, to let the the people of color eradicate themselves. Yeah, of course. You no, know? so yeah, but but back then it was it was it was you still had people wilding, but it was <laughs> it, it was Probably good. On a different tip for sure, man. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of like a lot of situations nowadays, man. Me dating now and and, and just don't individuals is is different. Like you know, it, it's. Just just to say for the you know for the sake of the podcast like it's like even like for example like fighting like people don't even physically fight no more yeah. just squash it and then I said nah like I, I'm afraid that you get in a tussle with somebody and they come back later shoot up, shoot, up shoot place, yeah, yeah like dude because you got that embarrassed like that waxed you like that's yeah. crazy so I really try to do um avoid confrontation you know because of that alone kind of like oh because people are. Not, I don't want to say petty. What's the word like? Vindictive. Vindictive. Yeah, and just vindictive. harbor, harbor like a lot of anger. Save like, it. You don't want to lose face. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, pride. it's definitely different for y'all. I mean, back in the day, you ask a girl to dance, no problem. You know say be on be on the floor cutting it up. One two, man. But now, <laughs> damn. I'm like, yo, ain't nobody dancing. People just sitting there on social. Media. I'm like, yo, it's. it's real. I'm not gonna say it's a generation lost because you got brothers and sisters. Like yourselves, who or positively motivated, who are very intelligent, who's going to keep doing what I guess. Yeah, but being small spurs, like small spurs versus like collectively, like back in those times, like it it, it changed. Yeah, like you said, hip hop changed. Like I didn't realize I was just a kid. Like especially when Biggie died, it was on the news Mm -hmm. and they were following it. I saw it and I was just like, 
all right, we're going back outside. You coming? Like, yeah. we're going to play some kickball. So, um, like, if I knew what I knew now back then, like, yeah, like, dude, that, that changed the whole movement of culture, period. Because, yeah, like, hip-hop is, like, the biggest. We, we change everything, man. We, we change how other genres of music start moving. You know what I'm saying? So You go, you so, go back to, like, rock and roll. Yep. You know. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's sad, whatever, man. But um, it's dope to just have people still in that era that you like, yo, so I was back in the day. Mm-hmm. And tell the new generation all the stuff. You like, yo, like, like you know, uh, Raising Canaan, um, they season started last weekend, and that's based in the 90s and stuff like that. Right. How, how true is that? I don't know if you caught the episode, but I, how true is the 90s experience in that show? I haven't caught the episode. Okay. I was talking with a co-worker, she, oh, you need to see it, because we were talking about Snowfall. Yep. Mm. So Snowfall, I said, I'm going to peep it out, but the 80s, man, it was a lot of, I mean, if you was in a drug game, a lot of money to be made. Oh, of course. Mad money to be made. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but... Being to have a sort of show, I know what it's about. I told told us about, but unfortunately, I haven't seen it yet. So yeah. I definitely want to catch up on it. But I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back. Please, to Please, yeah, that. I was just about to say, like when you, yeah, just let me know as, as soon as you uh, catch up on that, because you, like, you lived it, lived it. Like for me, it's like uh, the like the late '90s is like a fond memory. Like I, I I remember bits and pieces of of that time frame, but you were like. Damn, like, oh, man, I, can recall, I can recall this back in there, you know. For sure. For sure. I was in a mix, man. Yeah, I mean, I was in a street dude. I've never been a street dude, but I was in the streets. Yep. It's mm. a big difference, you it's, know what I'm saying? People don't I was, get that. I was running behind women. I'm not running behind them, but I, my thing, I just love women. I just, mm-hmm. I wanted to be in the mix to talk to the women. I don't care about all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I knew cats who was in the game, who knew cats who, bigger cats who was in the game. So you, you hear stories or you mm-hmm. see certain things. That went on during that era, man. But the, the main thing I know is that you know, the cats didn't last that long. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You just had a small run, but they felt that hey, they prefer that small run to die at 25 as opposed to struggle, work a job, right. and being 60 years old because that's all that's all you used to hear. Black man ain't gonna live past 21. Black man ain't gonna live past 25. So you had to focus on that, then you had to focus on dealing with. The racism mm. that went on, jobs you couldn't get, or your name is, you have a certain name, you're not you're gonna get denied for a credit card. Jackson. There mm-hmm. you go, you know. Yeah, you know, my name is Taquil <laughs> Jones. No, I ain't gonna send me a credit card. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so you have to, they have a lot of stuff to deal with, but then again, you have to deal with racism, but you have to deal with your own people too. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you lived in, 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 uh, uh, lived in poverty, it's like everybody's scratching and clawing just to get that one piece of chicken. Mm. When you don't realize that there's other pieces of chicken coming, yep. but the mentality wasn't like that. But despite all that, still we, managed to have fun. Still managed to have fun, man. Still managed to get together, party. You know what I'm saying? We used to go to the old, uh, old um, the jams they used to have in the parks. Mm. And one shirt, the gunshots, party's <laughs> over. <laughs> Somebody shoots. Yep, the man just uh, damn fucked it up. Watch me clear all these people out real quick. For real talk. <laughs> Done. It's a done deal. Like y'all just about to get her number, man. I forgot what movie I saw. Yeah, I forgot. I Yo, forgot. he about to push up on your baby mama. No, he ain't. Oh, it was the wood. It was the wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the wood where um yeah they were at the they were at the block party and then I, I guess something happened to Shorty and she got mad. She said, I'm gonna clear this place out if y'all don't you know chill out. And then they, were, they were just kept on joking. She's like, all right. <laughs> Everybody cleared out. Like, party over. Right. Yeah, that was real talk, man. <laughs> you know you had. 
Cast with turntables, yep. hook it up to the light poles. Yeah, oh, that's nuts. Oh, it was dope, man. Talked to some girls you didn't know. I mean, it was so easy. It was so easy at times. Real smooth. Yeah, like easy the, at times. The girls, like I said, like the girls are feeling entitled nowadays. Like I saw, I was in um, Rhode Island yesterday at the mall. Rhode Island. My opinion from what I saw from you know the, the showcase where I was getting, they got some like some of the baddest shorties and. And you know, just looking at their their energy and looking how they looking, like with their face, mm. they're like, yeah, you're not approachable. Like, the whole upturn for real. You just like I know as soon as I I even hey how you doing, man? <laughs> the attitude coming out and you can't even just enjoy the conversation. That's twisted. sad. It is sad. <clears throat> it is sad because they just follow what they see, the influencers, watching all these TV shows, how these women be getting, they, they all caked up, mm-hmm. fake breasts, fake booty, and all that other stuff. So these women feel like they're entitled to it. I'm like, yo, you ain't got nothing in your pockets. For real. You're not, you're not, even, past, you're not even thinking past next week. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> no, that's real talk. For yeah, real, for real. Is. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. But hopefully they say history repeats itself and... Your brothers could be spearheaded. I'm still waiting over. for that piece of here. I'm like, I'm still waiting for the '90s, '80s come back real quick. It's gonna come back to, in listen, different form. Like, obviously. if the if the if the if the high top fade can come back, trust me. Yep. <laughs> trust oh, trust me. Oh yeah, that thing oh. came back real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If that can come back, if the Afro can come back. Um. Yeah. No, I definitely feel like there's a possible resurgence that could definitely happen. Uh, but getting into the final. Uh, bit of our uh, podcast just to bring it home make yep. it feel more comfortable um, off the wall so I've asked for this he said it was a really good one I've asked our other guests but we can't air that episode um, so I'm going to ask you how important is money to you? <clears throat> money is very important but it's not it's important because it gets you the things that you need mm-hmm. and sometimes it can afford the things you want mm-hmm. But it's not the most important thing. Okay, so so it's not a level of love. You spend it. half a million, five hundred thousand dollars on a pair of underwear. You get shit faced drunk and shit in your underwear. You keeping those underwear? That's a funny question. Because you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, keeping those underwear? <laughs> what's what's what underwear? Is, what's the material? Uh, we'll say cotton. And it's a half a million dollars. Oh, we'll say yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping them joint. <laughs> keeping them joint. I ain't got like that to be throwing half a million right. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the ancient mama days and just scrub yeah. that joint. Yep. Nah, I told gonna... him. I, I told him. I was like, I rewashed them and wore them. And he was like, half a million dollars. Yeah. I'm wearing them again. <laughs> that... <laughs> no skid marks. I'm cleaning. So I can't. So I came with the conclusion of okay, I'll frame it, and then we agreed like we'll frame it, and then you know because we both dealt with no way I'm wearing them shits again. Yeah. <laughs> Be- business situations, and then know. when we show people like that's, that's a good point. where I come from, they're like, "Yo, that's half a that's that underwear's worth half a million dollars." Right I'm there. saying, but shit. if you got shit stains in them, is it still worth a half a million though? It's probably worth more. <laughs> oh, cause it's your own shit. It's my own Facts. shit. Like, what I do to get a half a million? There's points where I could just shit in it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it must be some type topic. of famous. You baller. And then boom, I'm right. a frame that shit. It's a psychological shit. thing because when people look at it, like, why you got underwear on your wall? You know how much that underwear costs? And I took a shit in that. Word? Oh, snap, yo. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bug. That's a bug. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Bars. Yeah. <laughs> Took a half a million dollar dump. That's an interesting question. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Like, it, it, was, it, was uh, it was randomness that I turned it to an off the wall because it was, it's, 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 a, it's a question. It's like, 
Because it's a question of how important is money to you really? Like, if you shit in a pair of very expensive underwear, are you keeping those underwear? For me, money's not that important. So I, I would throw them shits away in a heartbeat. But um, he kind of brought it up to the point to where he was like, why not just frame it? And I was just like, that's a great point. I, yeah, turn to something guess. else because if it maintains the same value, right. God forbid you go broke. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the pawn shop. You know, I'm just kidding. But auction it off or something like that. Nah, because mm-hmm. if you, when your value Yo, goes up, that goes up. Yeah, it Absolutely. goes up. So you like, oh that. shoot, man, these are the same fucking underwear. It's like T was shitting in and whatnot. My album release party. Right. I got shit face drunk and I shouldn't know. That's those are from my very first album release party right there. Boom. <laughs> he made a record about it. Shitty draws. Exactly. Shitty, shitty. exactly. Oh, that shit would hit, man. With the right bars. With the right bars. It goes, it goes platinum, and I put the platinum right yep. under the frame. Yeah, it is right there. It's yeah. actual draws, kid. Plus, it's a it's an icebreaker because if you're if you're if you're in, in your room or whatever in setting, and you with a shorty or you with your boys, and they're like, "Fuck, you got those hung out with shit." You know how much them shits cost. Right. That's a nice conversation. Right. That is a nice conversation. <laughs> then they it starts getting them thinking like, damn. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's some boss shit. That's, that's a funny question. <laughs> All right. So, so that's a funny I think, question. W- second part to that was, um, you said, I think if it was less, if it was a thousand dollars, you'd be able to throw them away. Right. If it was a certain, because it, it, like when, when money or situations like that occur, and you throw something something away, it might be you know worth to somebody worth more to somebody else. Like a thousand dollars to certain people is like nothing. ten cents. Yeah, it's like ten cents. Yeah. Like for me, I'm at a level, and I'm not giving anybody a notion of what my bank account is, but I'm at a level where a hundred dollars is nothing. Like if I'm spending a hundred dollars on a date or a meal, mm. that's nothing. Right, right, but right. You hit the two, three hundred, four hundred range. I'm like, yo, it's pricey. Like, <laughs> well, yo, hold you on, know what I'm And then some people are not on that level, so right. it's like, all right, would you throw away? Because T asked me, he's like, all right, so if that's not if that's not your cap, it, I said, right, what if it was a hundred thousand right. dollars? Would you be able to throw it away then? Right. No. And he kept on going no. from there. Like, was it? it he went from a thousand no. and went to ten thousand. Wait, a thousand dollars? You not throwing them away? No. Is, but is that because you're not at a point where $1,000 is nothing to you? Or you're just like, yo, I'm not wasting no you know, some good pair of underwears. Like, what's the price if it was 100 Right. And I shit it on. Yeah, and you shit it on. <laughs> like diarrhea. It's in the fabric. Maybe because I, I ain't cheap, but <laughs> I'm thrifty. I have, yeah. a, I, will have, I have a sit there, I'm like... <laughs> I'll be holding like yo should I really throw these away though right. I, mean, I just want once you just want one time yeah, one, one time, time. You, I ain't got no rhinestones or nothing like that a hundred a hundred you're conflicted between the money and the situation yeah, so the, yeah it's the, that's, that's real talk that's real talk that's how important is money to you well it's, it's, it's what you value the bottom line. Now, if I value those drawers and I really wanted those drawers and I paid hundred dollars for them, and I really value them. I will keep it. It's not because of how much I paid for it. It's because of the level of value that I put that I have in it. Okay. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Now, if I had to pay the twenty five, fifty dollar drawers, I'm ah, like, I'm throwing them away. So twenty dollars is where we, we where, where the lines at. I would say. It, I would say $25, $50. But again, I'm not looking at it from a value of 
how important money is. Right. Mm. I'm looking at a value of what I what I think they're worth. Now, if I if I got crazy dough, a hundred dollars ain't nothing. Okay, like you said, some, but I'm not on that level though. So if you're making so if you're making two hundred two, let's say two, let's say two hundred million a year. Yeah, let's say you're making two hundred million a year. You throwing away half a million dollar under it? Hell yeah. No, oh, okay. But oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's nothing. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, no, 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 no. That makes perfect sense right there. Shit. All right. Two million, you, you still throwing that away? If I'm, if I'm making 200 million a year? So, no, just two two million a year. If I'm making two million a year, what, if, it, if it was a half a million? Yeah. No. <laughs> For real, you barely. You can recoup that. You can recoup that. That's wild. What you said, Phil, right. was perfect. Hang them joints up. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I die, guess what? I'm making more than the dead that I have alive. Exactly. So everything auction off my drawer. <laughs> Iconic <laughs> shit, yo. Auction off my auction drawer. Auction off my drawer. <laughs> you know you know, these are these are chances shitty. Oh drugs. my god, half a million. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> fuck. Um, you know, on that note, guys, it has been an another exciting episode of the Guys Corner. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Um, and a huge shout out to uh, family friend Chance. I appreciate it, fellas. Ty, appreciate you, Phil. Appreciate you the same, man. Appreciate you guys having me on here, man. Oh man! Um, and but I go, that, I, but I'm not. I'm not gonna forget that Becky George. You, you threw me for a curve. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that being said, that's crazy. She was a stripper. With that being said, uh, peace, love, and whatever. <laughs> <laughs>